I do like this song. Good evening and welcome to The Blender. I am Gino, your host, and right next to me, folks, yes, right next to me, is the host of The Peachy Keen Show, which just ended, by the way, and she rushed mm -hmm. over. I mean, I'm sure she had to jump in her limo and they, her, you know, guy chauffeur oh, drove yes. her right over to the, to the studios here at The, the Blender, <laughs> just so she could be on time. <laughs> no, welcome <laughs> Joyful to my good friend. I am wearing daisies, driving Miss Daisy you, around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks nice. It looks nice. I love the background, by the way. The background looks amazing. I know. I found these blenders and I was like, oh, this has got to be my background. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like retro, modern, and like Thanksgiving, all wrapped in one. Yep. And flowers. I love, I love that. Yeah, I can get out of the way and you can see it better. Yeah. <laughs> It's that. actually one picture that I doubled up. <laughs> oh, it's okay. right, yeah. <laughs> you gave your trade secrets away now. Uh oh. <laughs> so how did the uh, movie go tonight? The watch party? I, I was it was good. It view. was a movie that I had seen a bunch of times. I own the movie on DVD. I've had it since it came out, you know. Um, but like it's sentimental to me because when I was a kid, and they still have these books on Amazon too, but when I was a kid, my mother gave me and my brother and sister these books. I don't know if you can see it, but oh, they're called, you can't see it. Anyway, yeah. um, it's a Ghost set. Book. It's called the best love. If you type into Amazon, best love classics, it actually came up. It's a set of classic books that were printed in 1953. Um, and it has like Alice in Wonderland and Pride and Prejudice and Gulliver's Travels and Treasure Island and um, just a whole bunch of them. Huckleberry Finn. Um, and it was just one of those things where my mom wanted us to read a lot when we were kids. So she would buy us stuff like that. And, um, and we were kind of poor. So when we had things like that, it was not like we got them every day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and we, I read every one of those books. Like I, anytime I had a book, um, at my house that I found interesting, I, I read it, you know, it was, I guess I, you know, I was a child of the eighties. So I did watch a lot of TV, like most eighties kids did, but when you had to share a TV with your whole family, you couldn't always watch what you wanted to watch, you know? Oh, didn't gosh, it's these kids today are so spoiled. They have no idea. Like, I mean, yeah. no, you just, obviously you just go on your phone or tablet or computer or whatever. But back then you're right. You had to fight for the, you had two TV sets, most houses. And it was like, mm -hmm. okay, I get the good one. I get the one in the family room. Or one was in the living room and one was in your parents' bedroom. Oh, yeah. And you couldn't, nice. like, you didn't want to go to your parents' bedroom to watch TV. <laughs> so you were all, yeah. like, fighting. You're like, 
but eight o'clock so-and-so comes on and I wanted to watch that, you know? Right. Um, the good thing is, is a lot of times we would agree on what to watch. Like we kind of all like the same sitcoms and stuff, you know? Um, but there were moments, there were moments when we uh, had to take turns, you know? It was the worst. And then, I don't know if you and your siblings were the same as us, but Better Lately has joined us. And it looks like Chops is out there. Good to see you. And, and I know we got a couple other people. Hey, there, everybody comes in late on the blender, but good to see you guys. Thanks for the can, Ron. Appreciate you. And I know Joyful June last week, you know we did have Ron and Neo co-hosting here at the blender. Oh, last week? Was it last and week? I missed no, it. No, no, no. Two weeks ago. Sorry. Last week was Super Bowl. That was, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was, yeah. Because. Oh, wait a minute. I might have caught some of that uh, before I went to bed. I might have caught some of that. Sometimes I can't stay up that late. <laughs> I think you did. Because I think you jumped in and said, oh, my friends. I might have. Yeah. yeah. I've but, seen them on so many shows now. It, like, I know. Like I saw them on Zozo's. And like, I get them mixed up sometimes, mm. you know. Um, but I like them two together. So when I do see them, I'm like, oh. It's Ron and yeah. Neo. Some of our faves. <laughs> some of our faves. You know what's funny? I felt so stupid when I texted you because it was, I didn't know you were going to be the mystery guest on Ron's show until like the night before or whatever, but it was, or whenever it was. And, but the funny thing is I had asked you what a week earlier to come on and co-host. And then I'm, I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, cool. I'll have joyful. I'll have Ron and Neo and then joyful June on because I knew Michael wasn't going to be here. And then I forgot yeah. it was Super Bowl Sunday. I totally, completely forgot. And I'm like, and we, you know, I'm going to this big party with. We do I didn't know it till you texted me. Oh my god, you didn't know <laughs> that's it was Super how. Bowl? Oh I god, don't keep funny. up with it. Like my whole family's into football. I'm not. I just don't. Like I'll watch it when it's on. Like if there's if they're watching it, I'll watch it with them. You know, but I don't right. like follow the players or anything. I did that when I was younger. Like my brother was really into NFL and sports and things. So like. When I was younger, I would help him learn like all the team names and stuff <laughs> and the players and stuff. But I just don't follow sports like I used to. I really don't. Uh, it's too much to keep track of. It is. I. It's a lot. You know? And it, And then you got to like everything revolves around your sports schedule. And I've gotten over that. Yeah. Too. It's, it's mostly just football with me now. I do love football. Uh, but I don't watch every single game. I mean, just my hometown teams I do watch. But like all the other games are kind of like, eh, okay, if I catch it, I catch it. Um, or if I have nothing going on. But usually I have something going on, June, just like you. We're busy people. Yeah. Right. But it's a fun pastime to watch sports, you know. And I'm sorry I keep having to mute myself to cough. But, like, literally the kids that I teach gave me a cold last week. And it's been annoying me today because the last stage of the cold, I think, is is here when, you, mm -hmm. when it makes you cough a lot. And um, so I've been taking, like, zinc and vitamin C and all these things and I feel okay uh just a little bit weaker than normal you know what I mean yeah. but not like oh it's um, that season I it don't is know what it's, well in it's Georgia, that season though. all year is it and no, I'm telling you these kids I teach a lot of them travel too so like one of them will have a cold and be out for like a week and then they'll come back and then two others are out and then they'll come back and it's like they just constantly pass it back and forth all year you know um, and it's bound to happen because when you're in a room and they're sneezing around you and coughing around you, mm -hmm. you know, it's bound to happen. It but, is. um, but what makes it worse now is I'm on this immuno, like it, this immunosuppressant drug, you know? So like, if it's in my classroom, I tend to get it, you know? So I, I just, I bleach wipe everything and try to keep as far away yeah. from them as possible. It's but so you hard. know, it's so yeah. hard with kids. 
They're so it's dirty. It's just going to get dirty. <laughs> Middle school's so dirty. dirty. <laughs> it is dirty. It's a disgusting cesspool. <laughs> so if I, if I mute myself, it's just because I don't want y'all to hear me coughing. I, I drank some honey tea earlier, and that helped a little bit, like the honey. Um, when I was at the drugstore earlier today, um, I, I meant to get some cough drops, and I just completely forgot. I got some zinc. <laughs> but, do cough drops, but do cough drops really work? Like I sometimes they do. Like work. if they have honey in them, if they do have they? honey, in them, they work okay. for me. Well, at least like temporarily. Honey. Like they don't, they don't work forever, you know. But I noticed when I took, I took like a little, like I took a little drop of honey that was on my finger, and I, like in the middle of my stream when um, I was coughing real bad, I went to the kitchen and put some on my finger and put it down my throat, and then when I came back, I didn't cough for quite some time after that. So I was like, oh. You well, want to hear a little trick that I just learned, and you probably already know this, but I just learned this about a month and a half ago. Okay. My fam, everybody was coughing here except me. And I'm like, what is going on? And someone sent me this recipe. You're an alien, it's, Gino. It, yeah, alien. I, I guess so. Maybe it, <laughs> it must be. June, I didn't know this, but apparently you take like a little you know, cup of Benadryl and you gargle it for like 30 seconds and your cough goes away. And no, I, really? I am not joking. It worked every time we did it. Like, and they were hacking bad, like really bad. Nonstop. I need to get some of that. I, I, I only, ha I have some Benadryl, but it's like the pill form. Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't want to try to gargle that. Don't gargle a pill. <laughs> I don't recommend that. <laughs> That's not puts me to sleep, Choke though. Hazard. It really does. Like, if you actually ingest it, Benadryl, it's like a sleep aid, to, you know. I, I only have it because... In the when in Georgia the pollen gets ridiculous in the springtime, oh, yeah. and like your car, like if your car, like when I go to park at work, even if I'm not under a tree, if I come outside to the parking lot, it's just this thick layer of pollen, and when the pollen gets that thick, I'm always sneezing, and the Benadryl helps, but um, it just makes me so drowsy. That's what I don't like about it. The Benadryl doesn't affect me that way. NyQuil did, though. NyQuil used to knock oh, me out. Oh, yeah. my gosh. NyQuil's like, like... put me out for a date. NyQuil's like a date rape jug. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing about it. It's not funny. I am <laughs> out. Like, I won't be able to wake up for hours. I have to take a NyQuil. <laughs> Chop, Chop said lemon, honey, hot tea, and maybe whiskey covers the symptoms quite well. Oh, Chops okay. is in the chat. Chops, Chops I here. saw that you were live earlier, and I, I meant to, I got interrupted, and I wanted to go over there and say hey, and I missed I missed him. He went live I, for a little bit. I feel bad. I never get to see anybody. Like, I very, I mean, other than Better Lately and your show, like, I just don't have the time to, like, surf through yeah. the field and whatever. That's what really sucks. Is all our friends are streaming now, and it's like I don't even get to see their streams. But uh, good to see you, Chops. Chops uh, said that's not medical advice, by the way. So... <laughs> the whiskey thing. <laughs> Did your mom ever give you like little drops of whiskey back in the day when you were coughing or sick? No, uh, no? my mom is, um, she never drinks. She just, she's yeah. that person that never drinks. And my dad doesn't drink either. Um, I think in his youth he did, but you know, my, my grandfather was a huge alcoholic. Mm. So, um, but my mom, what she would do when I was coughing real bad at night was my uncle had a farm. And he raised bees on the farm and he had his own honey. And so she, he would give her like a mason jar full of his honey. And she would come in there with a teaspoon of, of his honey 
and give me that. And it would, cause I would wake myself up and wake the whole house up with my coughing. Like I just could not stop, you know, right. if I got it's a cold, the worst. but the, the honey worst. always worked for me. Like, and it wasn't just cause I wanted something sweet. There's just something about it that made my cough stop. I don't know. I don't know. I've At least never, enough to fall back to sleep. I have mm. never liked honey ever my whole life. Oh, I really? Never. I mean, and you, but here's the weird thing. I will, I love, one of my favorite candies is bit of honey. So tell me how that makes sense. Well, that's got honey in it. Yeah. I, it makes um, no sense. That's like my husband. He doesn't like tomatoes. Like, he'll get things without tomatoes all the time. But he'll eat spaghetti sauce and pizza sauce all day long, you know? Yeah, every, I think <laughs> a lot of people Which is basically like tomatoes that. and salsa. Yeah. Yeah, I love tomatoes. I'll eat tomatoes on anything. But yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I've never liked, I've, I've never, ever liked honey ever. And then, but bit of honey was like, when I used to play softball, everybody was like putting in like, you know, tobacco and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that stuff's gross. I would always just like chow down on bit of honey. So I would have like literally like a 24 pack or something. <laughs> and, I, and at one game, I would go through all these bit of honeys. If so you I had made it as a baseball star, you could have been their spokesperson. <laughs> yeah, you know? Maybe. Could've I mean, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You didn't give in that. to big tobacco. I did. You gave in to big honey. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> bit of honey. I haven't, you know what's funny? Like I now that I bring it up, I haven't had it in so long. Like I used I haven't to, I either. Was, I was addicted to it. But you know where they while. sell that stuff or at least the last time I saw it was Dollar at store? Cracker Barrel. Really? So if you got some Cracker Barrels nearby, you know how they have the, all the candy? Mm -hmm. They probably got bit of honey there somewhere. Really? Okay. Yeah, they okay. have these little um my dad likes them and sometimes on Father's Day I'll go to Cracker Barrel just to get him this candy. But um you know those little like coconut candies and they have like 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 a pink, a white, and a yes. chocolate or yeah. something stripe yeah. in them. It looks I, like I Neapolitan ice cream. Yeah, but yeah. it's coconut. He loves those. So, and you can't really find them everywhere, but I found them at Cracker Barrels. <laughs> My dad <laughs> used to love those. He used to love those. Yeah. Remember Neko's or Nico's? Those oh, yes, things? yes. He used to love those too. I, those are all things like like Mounds, Almond Joy. I couldn't stand any yeah. of that stuff. Not my You favorites. couldn't? No. Oh, ever, coconut is something that either you love or you hate. I love it, but my husband hates it. My brother hates it. Like there's a lot of people in my family that don't like coconut, Yeah. but my dad and I love it. Um, Pine pineapple's another one on my uh, no thanks list. Really? Back yeah. when I was... Um, in my 20s and i used to actually drink occasionally we went to saint martin in the virgin islands and i had a real pina colada from from one of the bars down there on the beach and i had never had a pina colada other than like in a restaurant like an applebee's or something right. you know what i mean <laughs> but having one there in the virgin islands on the beach it was so good like it was so different than the ones you get here in the States. Like they sprinkle nutmeg on top. They make it with like real coconut milk and everything. It was so good. But you have to like pineapple and coconut to like yeah, that. I just don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, I like coconut cream pie. My grandma used to make those and everybody's like, oh, this is the best. And I would like want to throw up as soon as like, I, even if I like smelled it, it's just like. What's your favorite cake? Do you have hmm. a favorite cake? Probably bumpy cake. You know what I don't even know what is? that is. Oh no, my gosh. what's that? It's okay, like Sand Saunders, Sanders, whatever they call it. It's got like the little ridges on top. It's chocolate, and oh. underneath is like the white cream on a chocolate oh, cake. Oh my gosh. That sounds good. Oh, it is the best. Like they maybe that's I, more of a northern thing. It, I've maybe never it heard is. of that. Yeah, well, those are like my favorites. And then now there's like this ice cream cake that's kind of um 
what is it like strawberry crunch on top and it's got like it's almost like um gosh what would you compare it to i'm trying to think it's you know the straw okay so you know the strawberry bars with the little crunchy things on it looks like um rice krispies oh yes 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 it's a cake it's a cake like that and they have a chocolate one really that was my favorite one of my favorites when i was a kid uh in elementary school they let us get like little ice cream bars for lunch you know and my favorite was either the orange push-up ones. Oh yeah, or those strawberry ones you're talking yep. about. Oh, I never so buy good. them now that I'm adult, but when I was a kid, I loved them. The, and um, but, I was thinking about giving that. Like I, I wasn't raised Catholic, but I keep hearing all these people saying, "I'm giving this up for Lent. I'm giving this up for Lent." Mm-hmm, yeah. And um, so I thought I need to give up sugar again. I was trying to give it up. I gave it up a little bit after Christmas, but then my birthday happened and we had cake. One of my uh, one of my husband's um, co-workers baked uh, from scratch a cake called a brown sugar cake. And I had never had this cake before ever. So I tried it and it had um, pecans in it and stuff. And it was it's kind of like a bunt cake with like icing on it. But the icing was homemade as well. It was so good. It was so good. And um, so but I do want to I do want to give up sugar again. Just like. Like maybe eat fruit if I get to wanting a snack or something that's sweet, you know? Oh, I can't hear you. Sorry. Did you mute yourself? It's, yeah, I did. Sorry. <laughs> it's so hard to do the no sugar thing. When we were doing our keto diets a few years ago, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Like it took, like the first week was miserable. Just like craving yeah, the first, sugar. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm, here's my problem is I had my gallbladder removed, right? Well, the gallbladder is... One of the things that helps you like break down fats, you know, cause it, it stores the extra bile that your liver makes. Right. So, um, they say to stay away from like high fat foods once your gallbladder's out, like you can still eat it, but it's not like you should make it like an, like a common thing that you eat. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I'm scared to go back on keto now because I'm like, if, if I'm only using fat for energy and my liver's already not got the gallbladder anymore like how is that going to affect it and my doctor's like no don't do keto do a mediterranean diet right so i've been trying to eat like salmon and salads and you know mediterranean type stuff you know that's good though i like but the keto the keto works better for me like i went on keto twice and both times i lost 50 pounds like when i first uh met ron from better lately um and we started talking and becoming friends I was in some of the best shape of my life. Like I was, I was going to the gym twice a week, working out. I was, um, I was going to the park on the days I didn't go to the gym. You know, I was just feeling fantastic. And then COVID happened. And since then it's been health problem after health problem after health problem. And I only have myself to blame because I read a CDC article that I believed. Yeah. Well, look, you're not the only one millions of people did the same thing so don't don't i know you know don't feel guilty i'm not i'm trying not to dwell on it but at the same time like when it affects your everyday life you you can't forget it have you tried the detox thing that uh what is it dr malone came up with or uh, yeah i've done done a lot of things my thing is is right now that i have a cold i want to get some ivermectin but i can't seem to find does anybody know of a place you can get it where you don't have to have a prescription or do you just have to get a prescription i'll tell you what I've been going to uh, Tractor Supply, and I just get the paste. And getting the horse stuff? 
I am. I'm just getting the apple flavored gel. And How do you that dilute that though? How do you dilute that? On, because I don't. I just literally put it on a teaspoon and drink water behind it. Is it dangerous to do that though? I haven't had any problems. Isn't it like more it. potent? Okay. How long maybe. have you been doing that? Uh, let's see. I've taken probably six doses maybe over the last two and a half months. I do it like once a okay. week basically. Like, well, you're still that's... alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the way I look at it, and I haven't got sick. No, everybody else in my family has been sick except me. I, but I usually have a pretty good immune system against getting sick anyway. But I figured, you know what? I'm going to start taking it for the parasite thing. Because that's what I want to take it for. That's, that's and what I was more concerned with. There's a tractor supply, like just a couple miles down oh, from my house. It's, it is. Know? I got to tell you, when, when I was buying it, I was at the register and I had three tubes of it. And the girl's like, she goes, oh, she goes, some people think this is for like COVID or something. <laughs> and I started, I was like, oh yeah, I've heard that. You know, and I just kind of like played along with her or whatever. And I walk out laughing. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you should try it. It works. I, I know at least. Is it the exact same ingredients? I, I, I heard yeah. it does the same thing. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to look at the ingredients of both and see if, if it's the same ingredients. Actually, know. I just thought of something. Sergeant Sparky, I think he DM'd me. I'll have to check my DMs later. And if I have a DM from him, because he's buying it, I can send you that link. Where, where get yes, it. but does he have a prescription? Because every he... place I go, it's like Cherie M is also very into homeopathic and health remedies. And she's mm -hmm. here in Georgia. And um, she sent me a link for a place. I was going to check them out, too. But I've been I've been really wanting to get some ivermectin for myself because, you know, I've been I've been pretty good about taking vitamins and all that stuff. You know, and I'm even taking some vitamins for my liver um, because, you know, I just want a healthy liver. Like I stopped drinking a long time ago and um just a lot of stuff like and i never was really a heavy drinker you know anyway mm -hmm. so i don't really miss it but um but i just trying to do things like i'm drinking water every day and you know that kind of stuff but i feel like the they're probably i live with a cat there's probably all kinds of parasites living in me that i don't I know. know about it's that's you know I don't even want to think about the parasites that could be inside because <laughs> it's so gross i heard a story oh gosh a friend of mine told me a story and it, i won't even tell you because it's so gross um <laughs> but my, my things, big sister is a nurse i've heard some gross stories yeah, things, <laughs> things were moving i'll just put it there chop said he makes his own chloroquine the pace should be done by comparative weight one tube for a horse divide by your weight okay so yeah so about it i'm not even okay. doing a full teaspoon it's like half a teaspoon and i do yeah. it like once a week so yeah okay There's, i think well that's the way to do it something. then yeah that is the way to do it was it expensive uh no it's like nine bucks a tube really yeah, yeah it's nothing when you okay maybe i was looking at some bad websites because i was looking online i'm like really it's that much um, Well, i know the prescription can be expensive because my uh, a friend of my barb uh she knew a she actually got it when she had uh, she no one was prescribing it but she knew somebody that used to be a pharmacist and he was able to get it for her and it was four hundred dollars yeah. for like Jeez. i think it was like 12 12 tablets or something like that or less it was crazy. Man. Yeah. Oh, my doctor. Oh my gosh. My doctor, when I gained weight, because after I went off keto and after I took that stupid vaccine and everything, my health started going down the tubes. I gained some weight. And my doctor tried, and I'm I'm not diabetic, right? Mm -hmm. My dad is. But anyway, um, he tried to put me on. He's like, You want to lose weight? You should check out this Ozempic. Have you heard about this drug? I, I know. 
I know everybody loses weight on it. My wife was on it. Mm-hmm. Well, my cousin took it and she lost a ton of weight, but I looked at the price that my insurance didn't cover it. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculously expensive. It was like for like one injection, it was like twenty five hundred dollars yeah, or something insane. like that. It was like yep. I was like, oh my gosh, for one injection, and you had to take multiple injections if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Um, I never got it because I couldn't afford it. No, but um, yeah. And it's funny how you go back to the doctor and they're like, how's that Ozempic working out for you? And you're like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really buy it. (laughs) Yeah. And they don't have like a generic equivalent either. That's the problem. At least yet. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's working for her. Well, no, she was taking it because other things like what diabetes or whatever. But then it we same thing. It was too expensive. The insurance didn't cover it. So it was like, okay, yeah, switch over to this one. Plant Patriot has joined it us. may be a good idea because i've heard there's been some side effects with people with that uh do you say yeah. plants in the chat this plant is in Sweet. the house and she dropped yeah she made it oh awesome okay now i want to make sure i get the right ship because on my let's see i want the alien one let me find this oh is it this one let's see yes cow Ooh. <laughs> okay, uh, I am so. going to get with you. I'm going to get with you and ask some technical questions one day and bug you for like five sure. minutes. I don't know if I'm the one right day. guy, but we could try. I don't know. Do you have a stream deck? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I have it right here. Okay, so that's left. how you're able to do that so quickly. Well, that one, <laughs> that one, I actually clicked on the board because I don't have that loaded. Oh, okay. Deck. Yeah. But I do have. So you're just um, setting things like that up and as like another scene, and you just yeah well, transition it over. It's a source. Yeah, it's a source. So like oh, on my okay. main gotcha. screen, you just add sources to your main screen, then you just have all these graphics. Oh, I see you what you're saying. You just put it. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm I shouldn't be asking that while we're <laughs> <laughs> trade. Secrets. We're blending it up, right? We're trade, blending trade, it. So. These are trade secrets. I can't give them away. Plant, I have got to call you. I I haven't called her in so long. She she probably thinks I hate her now. <laughs> <laughs> I miss her. I miss her hanging out in the chats. All her. Uh, I do too, her, but she's a family human. lady, and she, she is, needs her she you Absolutely. know her time with her family, we understand. which is awesome. We understand. All right. Well, what do you say we get into some videos, June? And later, by the way, later, guys, we are getting into dad jokes. You want to show your new book you have? Oh, yeah. Um, So I heard I was going to be on the blender. So I went out and got, I don't know if you can see it. It's not going to show up. Uh, Maybe hold it right Put it in front of of you. Yeah, there you go. Here we go. Okay. So my dad jokes book has a little coffee cup on it. And I like this book. Not only was it really inexpensive. But it categorizes the, the dad jokes into categories. Like, like, like for instance, um, let me give you some samples. Um, there's one category that's called dangerous dinos and monsters. There's another one that's called food for thought. Another one that's called um, just animals and barely funny, but barely spelled B-E-A-R. <laughs> so like there's a whole bunch of these. I yeah. like it. I can't wait. And I'm not a dad, but they're still fun, you know. <laughs> Chop said he doesn't have a stream deck; he just runs a tight shipwreck with OBS. <laughs> it's, it's. I'll tell you what. When I first started, and you, June, I know you can relate to this. When you first start, it is absolutely terrifying. Like there, you, you know mm-hmm. nothing about tech stuff. I barely knew how to turn on a computer, and I'm thinking, why would I ever need three monitors? Like that's stupid. You, you could do everything. Yeah. <laughs> like you, I knew nothing. 
And once you start getting going and you figure out the sound and the video and then if you want to add graphics and all the little you know things that make it makes make it you know i don't know add some flavor i guess then you get more comfortable and then you're like okay i'm willing to try something new but i'm at the point right now where it's become pretty stagnant i'm just like okay i'm good with where i'm at i don't really need to yeah. add any more bells and whistles maybe later i don't know but, but you right also now... have so many shows going on like i i, <laughs> I know <laughs> i don't know how you do it gina like i've you know what? Watching someone like you and Better Lately and Neo, it makes me feel like I'm totally inadequate because I'm like, dude, I'm I'm barely putting together one show a week. And there's some weeks when I can't even get that done. And you guys are doing like every other day. It seems like you have something else going on. I'm like, how do you do that? Like, I just don't know. I think I just I think I'm just slow like a turtle, like a tortoise, well, like putting things together, this. maybe. I thank you for the compliment. But I will say this <laughs> <laughs> like Sylvia. And Danielle, when it comes to rescue to fosters, they pretty much line up the guests. They have everything ready to go. I just have to add like bios and get the stream ready and all that. So that's easy. Yeah. Um, Megan's show, that's a little more work. Megan's is probably the hardest one because we're putting a lot of information together. And a lot of that I'm doing during the week and yeah. trying to, you know, that that is difficult, I will say. But like Blender, you know, I, I just grab videos as I'm watching them during the day or, you know, on a weekend yeah. or something. And yeah. I just load them in things that I think are going to interest me and Michael and something we can talk about. And uh, yeah. just have fun with. And, and most of that I try to like, I mean, hence the name Blender. I try to mix it up. But I, we do like going over the progressive Christianity and all the stuff that's fake and just kind of exposing that. And that's fun to do because I'm sick of fake Christians. I'm sick of plastic Christianity. Mm -hmm. So that's fun to expose. And then Wednesdays like is pretty easy shows, too. Though. I like, learn from yeah. your shows. I think that's why I like watching your shows so much. And Gino, I would have never, I think that I was led to your show by God because, I mean, I didn't know you. You know what I mean? I but one yeah. night I was watching your show and I was like, I got to call in. I got to call in. And it was that voice that was saying, call in, call in, call mm -hmm. in. And I had a lot going on at that time, but I called in anyway. And I'm so glad I did because ever since then, like when you guys start talking about the Bible, no matter who's talking with you, you guys know so much. And I just <laughs> learn a lot. Yeah. And I have gone to a lot of, um, you know, Bible schools in the past mm -hmm. and, um, I took some courses in college and stuff, but I feel like just a refresher of some of that is needed from time to time. Cause you forget things, you oh, know, yeah. that you may have heard before or you forget it sometimes. Yeah. Well, um, you know what it is. Tyson's, I think it's, I hear Tyson. I hear Tyson. You hear him. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Right now. <laughs> the thing about the Bible though. And, and just like, I, you know, again, I'm not a theologian. I'm not a, I didn't go to college, none of that stuff, but what I did have a hunger for it, for the word of God. So like I read mm -hmm. a lot and I, and I got a lot of good teachers. That was the thing. Like I had teachers that actually, what, what you know, if I watched the video, I knew this teacher was actually teaching truth, yeah. not his own truth or opinions. And so that's what I was very careful of as I was growing in my faith. And I don't know, just after 20 years of being in the faith, you just start knowing things and you remember stuff. And then it's, I think mm. it's amazing when God, like when you need a scripture and I am, June, I will be the first to tell you, I cannot memorize two sentences in a row. Okay. So all of a sudden he'll give me a scripture and it's like, boom, I have it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, it's not me, you know? So it's, I can't yeah. brag about it because it's actually him That's working That's so for me. cool. That's yeah, and so he'll cool. do it for anybody, but it's like, I don't yeah. have to like sit there and memorize, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I mean, like, like okay, someone like um, uh, Bill, okay, Bill Donahue would be a good example. Yes. Bill's, Bill's an intellectual, right? Bill loves mm -hmm. digging and going deep. Like, I love that about Bill. That's, I wish, I, I don't want to say a wish, but 
I could do that if I wanted to, but I'm lazy. <laughs> That's my problem. So I, don't, I have to be honest. I don't think like, you're lazy. I just think you have other things you're doing besides that, you know? Maybe. But. Lazy people don't have this many shows going on with a job <laughs> and four children <laughs> and a wife. Good point. Good like, point. seriously. And all yeah. these friends, too. I mean, like like I said, you, you know, and I, that's what I'm saying. Like, we can't, I think we have a tendency to compare ourselves with others. I know I do. And it's not a good thing to do mm. that because everybody, like you've said it, too. You know, we have our own gifts, you know, mm. our own callings. And, um, you know, people like you inspired me to get online. And I did it for a selfish reason, too. I did it because I wanted to do something fun for myself, you know, because at the time I couldn't really afford to go ride roller coasters and do all these fun things that I wanted to do. So I thought, well, I'll, I've got a computer. <laughs> you know? And then my husband actually encouraged me. He bought me a microphone and all that and um, a camera because my computer didn't have a camera on it. So he bought me that. And so I thought, well, if he's encouraging me to do it, maybe I should do it, you know. And um, my first dream was a disaster, but <laughs> I no see, I don't think so. Other than I remember the mute gate thing. That was, I, I, I felt so bad. I remember me and uh, Julie were watching and I said, Oh, June's first shows tonight. I'm so excited for it. Whatever. So we, we turned it on and it, everything yeah. was so good. The gra- I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is so good. And then your sound wasn't working. I'm like, Oh no, her sound. She doesn't know her sound's not working. And it went on for like 10 minutes or something. I'm like, I no, know. your sound. The whole first sound. part of the show. <laughs> I got a good chuckle out of that though. <laughs> It is and I've done it back, so many though. times since then, too. And uh, you just get into, like, you, you start to think you're just talking with your friends. You know, That's you just it. start to think you're talking with your friends. And then you forget to check that your your sound, you know. Okay, now. Tyson's well, I see. I don't know what kind of mic you have. I can. Well, okay. You don't have a Yeti. I have a Yeti. And on mine, there's it a It is mute not button. a good one. <laughs> okay. This one's okay. It's not the greatest thing ever. But it's got a mute button right on it. So you just push it. But it. It blinks, but I'm not looking at my microphone. So I forget, like, usually I mute when the other person's talking so the background noise here doesn't go through the stream. And I forget. So, like, we already did. I already screwed up once tonight, right? At least twice a show I do that. Um, Sylvia calls me out on it all the time. You have the same problem I do. You have the same problem I do because mine blinks like that too, but I have trouble seeing it. And then um, when when I'm muted, like when I hit the button and mute myself, Mm -hmm. it doesn't show on OBS that I'm muted. Oh, yeah, mine doesn't either. You know oh. what I mean? And so, like, you know how it'll, like, Can you, you know see what my it looks like right when now? it's muted? Do you um, see my? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, so if you see where it says my mic, see how it's moving up and down? Uh-huh. Okay, now watch when I when I mute. And it's not mute. It's not going now. Yeah, so that's yeah, how you going. know. If, now it's going because I, oh. I unmuted. So that's how I know something. Yeah, mine looks different than yeah. yours. You can change, um, yeah, you can change the design. And it may be also that I'm just so into it that I'm not looking. That's mm-hmm. that's usually, I mean, I don't want to think that I'm, like, I'm totally at fault. Like, totally. Well, let me, let me just say <laughs> some I of the best, myself. let me just tell you something. This is a little secret. Some of the best things I've ever said were muted. <laughs> it's like. I feel the same way. I have said some really brilliant so... things when I'm muted. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I just did it last on my stream. Like a few minutes ago, I was talking about some of the characters in the movie. And then I looked down and I saw that I was muted. I was like, oh, nobody it's heard any worst. of that. <laughs> it is the worst. It's so bad. And it, it, you know what else is like when you're playing a video and you're trying to talk over the video and you think everybody's listening. And then you're like, oh, I've been muted for like the whole two minutes I was just talking. And then you're like, forget it. I forgot what I said. 
<laughs> just yeah. don't even go there. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. Oh my goodness. All right, well, let's get into some videos. Um, let's see, where do I want to? I wanted to start with, I always try to start with something funny on the blender. And I kind of, <laughs> I just saw this one today. I think this is fun. It's only like 10 seconds, but you're going to have to listen. Jesus, linebacker, University of Notre Dame, go Irish. <laughs> Oops, I hit the wrong button, sorry. <laughs> There's this guy okay. on TikTok has all these videos of like stuff like that. And he's just got his eyes and then it's everything like football, right? Like football, you know, linebacker from, you know, Michigan or wide receiver. And it's like these funny yeah. like, guys falling or clumsiness or something. I don't know. I Why don't they play that button. during halftime? Like, why that don't they be play better, stuff like that? Yeah, that'd be better than their satanic rituals. Oh I know, gosh. the Taylor Swift or whatever. I didn't watch it. Did you watch the halftime show this year? I, I didn't. I, I did because um, I was I was looking for stuff. That's what I always do when yeah. I watch. I'm not being entertained. I'm just did they looking. have a lot of stuff? Oh, yeah, there was stuff. But, you know, to be honest, I was like, I'm. I, it's almost like when you expect it, you're just like, whatever. Like, I don't even care anymore because it's such yeah. a, a joke, the whole thing. Just play the stupid football game. Why do we need all this other garbage around it? Like, the game was a great game, except for the halftime. The halftime ruined it. And it is weird. I was watching. I didn't even think about this while the halftime was going on. But Usher. Oh, yeah. He's this is kind of weird. Yeah. I know. And he's ushering in satanic stuff right they like they always oh. use these like play on words stuff and when, yeah. when you look at the entire ritual the whole thing that happened he was ushering in something new satanically and it's just in you know at the beginning of his show he's like he's like this is how i know prayers Ooh. work right and he's acknowledging that he prayed and now he's got his dream and it was worth praying and you're like well wait a minute who are you praying did to? you say anything about swift i don't recall anything about taylor or swift but the entertainment industry. Not necessarily so, Taylor Swift, yeah. but did did he say anything about like something's going to happen swiftly or anything like that? Do you remember? Uh, I don't. I don't. Maybe remember. I'm just thinking of something I, that's. Not I can real. tell you, I've I actually felt like God told me Swift many times, like things are going to happen swiftly, like there's going to be a change. Maybe that's what I'm remembering things. is you saying yeah. it or something. Cause... I do believe that will happen. Why do we need football game imaging? <laughs> Curious Patriot. Good. What's up, bro? Good to see you. Um, yeah, I know. I'm Look, I'm a football junkie. I hate to admit it. I do love football. And it's my one guilty pleasure. And when they went woke and they were kneeling. You I, only I have did, one guilty pleasure? Wow. Pretty, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I, I, did, I did, like, ignore football for about two years. Like, I just said, you know what? Screw you guys. Go kneel. Do whatever you're going to do. Disrespect our country and all the people that are paying. And then when they, when it kind of went back to normal, I was like, okay, I'll... I'll ease myself back into it but i'm not one of those guys that's gonna like look at stats and all that stuff like when i was younger i don't care about all that i'm not into um fantasy football or fan duel and gambling all that. i just like the game yeah. i love seeing talent like i just those guys are amazing what they do so well i'm excited it. right now because um uh in march um we're going on a field trip with my eighth graders to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. And I've been there many times before to, to, to like, events and stuff. Um, in fact, that's where I had to go to get my vaccine. And um, it was – that's a story I should probably tell on my show one day about how all that happened. But um, but we're going to get an actual tour. So we might actually get to go, like, cool. in the locker rooms and stuff. Yeah, oh, nice. that stadium is unbelievably massive and yeah, it's gorgeous. And I'm excited about that. And then afterwards, they're taking us to um, 
the little White House in Warm Springs, Georgia, where FDR lived. Yeah. I've been there before. So this is that's not the exciting part for me. The exciting part is going to see like the in the back of the house of the Mercedes Benz Stadium. Like I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's but still that's <laughs> more cool. so than the kids yeah. are, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be really cool. So I'm hoping Danielle, they'll let me vlog it. Because Danielle, I have Oops, sorry. Uh-huh. I was gonna say Danielle checked and she says we've been over on Rumble. Sorry, oh. I forgot. I haven't been checking the Rumble chat because usually I have that over hey, open Danielle. on my screen. But she said I to never tell... can remember her name on Pilled though. Like she's Danielle Danielle something is that how she spells it on pilled because I didn't want to I was trying to DM or not DM her but I was trying to send messages to her in the chat the other day on your show and I was typing in Danny and I was like gosh what was it what was it (laughs) I couldn't remember the rest of it and I knew her last name was Nicole but I couldn't get it to come up so I must have been spelling it wrong or something well she's just sending her love she says tell joyful June she is great and we love her on your show Oh, yeah. well, you guys are doing some awesome work. And to be honest, like if I had a million dollars, I'd give it all to rescue the fosters. Like, Aww. I mean, I want those kids reunited with their parents. Like now, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I mean, I know you feel the same way. Like oh, yeah. I, more people need to be aware of this and not think we're crazy when we talk about it. You know, it's just people don't want to hear the truth. It's so annoying that people don't want to hear the truth. It It's hard. You know what I think it is? Anything with children is hard. Let's face it. I mean, that's just yeah. not a fun subject to talk about. But at some point, it needs to be spoken of. And people do have to understand what's going on. And even in my own family, I've, I've had to argue with a few people in my family. They're just like, oh, come on. That doesn't happen. That would never happen. Yeah. Like, I do. Sh- like, <laughs> I literally have, I don't know how many shows now that prove it mm-hmm. happens. I get emails. I can show people email. Like, it's just ridiculous. I'm and- glad you did that, though, because, like, if mm-hmm. other people are saying that it doesn't happen you can go to that you could say mm-hmm. okay here's a rebel channel watch all these episodes yeah. listen to all these parent stories and tell me it's not happening you know and that's what i love about what you do with that show because people need to see that people need to see what's going on for real and you know sylvia was there in that system you know and she knows for real that it is happening yeah. Um, so I love it that she's you know, Daniel's own son was taken from her. And, and this, exactly. This, and Megan's. And that breaks my heart. I cried when I when I heard that. I cried like a baby. That's a baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know how she's she's able to function. After I, that. Like I, June, I'll tell you, she's the people, strong. The, the women I work with are some of the most courageous and strong people I've mm-hmm. ever met in my life, and I am not exaggerating. I mean, I've been around some brave people and strong. Not, nothing compares. These women are incredible human beings that never stop. <laughs> their their motors mm-hmm. just run and run and run. The other thing is, um, for me, with with the channels and getting the shows together, I've I've always told them in private, we're putting together a catalog. This is a catalog because at once yeah. at some point, I know the dams break and things are going to open up. And then mm-hmm. people can go back and watch and see what was going on and we, they can make sense of it. And if they need help on the other side of this, it's a lot of healing that's coming. So that's what yes. we're kind of preparing for, with, especially with Rescue the Fosters, um, that we will end up having a lot of people hopefully reunited, um, laws change, that this atrocity will never happen again, get rid of all these evil organizations. And then, yeah. you know, just it's healing. It's going to be a lot of healing, <clears throat> a lot of people yeah. that, just need to talk about it and get it out. And Most people are going to be healing from, from just the realization of it all. You know, I mean, all of us that kind of woke up earlier, 
we've been kind of in that healing mode, just trying to understand, you know, how we got here and what we need to do to, to get out of it, you know? Um, but I feel like it'll be a Jubilee moment when these kids get reunited oh, with yeah. their loving parents. Like that to me is like, that's huge to me. That would be like better than the Red Sea parting is seeing mm -hmm. all these kids reunited with their parents, you know? Um, and I, you know, we just have to, you know, believe God's going to make that happen. And, you know, because evil is going to get its day. It's going to get its epicomings. And I, you know, I don't know if we're going to live to see that. Maybe we'll pass on before that, but I don't know. It seems like it's close, doesn't it? Uh-oh, you're muted again. <laughs> we, oh gosh, that's three you're times. You're pulling a JJ on you. I, totally, totally. <laughs> You know, I better no, not we start talk, that. <laughs> we literally talk about that all the time, like that we feel like things are so close to bursting. Like we're getting great connections. I mean, there's just like we're blown away by what God is doing because we know it's not us. We can't do it. And yeah. God is just bringing like I can't. There's things I can't talk about right now, but that are going yeah. on that are incredible that we're yeah. just blown away by. We're like, oh, my gosh, how did that happen? How is God yeah. like orchestrating things? And that's what our, that's, that's where our so hope awesome. comes from. Because it's yeah. not us. He literally uses us as tools in his hands. And we just, we're like, we'll be obedient. We're just going to go where you lead and whatever. And we're going to stay out of all the other garbage. We're just going to stay focused, stay in our lane and do what you call us to do. And that's all it is. It's like, you just have to submit to his ways and he'll do great things through it. We, we're blown away because like none of us are rich. <laughs> we don't have like yeah. millions of dollars. Like we haven't, we're, you know, trying to get by. We're, we're, we're living day to day with our families and all this stuff. Right. And then you you're you're trying to fight this battle that is way beyond us this is this is a yeah. spiritual battle that is so wicked um i don't think most people would even understand how deep and depraved it really is it's it's very dark place but i feel like one of the things that god has given me isn't i can forget things very quickly not not in the mm. sense that i'm i'm like you know like amnesia but it's it's this yeah. thing of I, I can see something awful and i can just i can get it out of my head where a lot of people that sticks with them. But I believe that was yeah. a gift God had given me for this hour so that I wouldn't have to hold on to these horrific, you know, images yeah. that some people have to have. So, you know, he equips each of us differently. And then if we just use it to the best of our ability, he'll increase that and do some great things through each of us. Um, it's just so hard to believe information that comes to you sometimes. Like, have you ever, because have you ever like, thought you were doing what God wants you to do. And then it turns out that it, it, it had like a negative result for you. Oh yeah. But then, you know what I'm saying? And you're thinking, yeah. maybe I shouldn't have done that, mm -hmm. <laughs> but you thought you were doing right. You know, you thought that that's what God wanted you to do. Um, that happens to me sometimes. And I, and it just makes me question, am I really understanding what God wants me to do? Or am I just misunderstanding it? Um, we've just been misled for so long. Like I remember when nine 11 happened. Um, and you know, I've always been real inquisitive. So I would be like, t just interested in like all kinds of different things, like real things. Um, fake things didn't appeal to me more so than real things did. Um, and so I used to go down these deep rabbit holes when I was like, I'm talking like mid nineties, you know what I mean? Like a long time ago when I was a bank manager, I remember seeing some, um, some film footage. I don't even remember where I saw it, but it was of these, um, kids being, um, and it wasn't on like mainstream media. 
it was like something I came across in some chat room or something. I don't remember, but um, it was uh, these kids who were being trained to be um, basically uh, blow themselves up for Allah, you know, mm -hmm. and um, and they were using puppets like it, it was very well produced. It was like a, a show on TV. And these kids were participating in it, like like Sesame Street or something. But they were teaching kids to hate Christians. They were teaching kids to Jews. how to yeah. put the bombs on their chest and stuff in this in this kids show. And these kids were just all into it. It made me sick to my stomach. Mm -hmm. Like I, 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 that impacted me so much. And then when those towers fell, I wasn't surprised one bit, mm -hmm. not one bit, because what happened? They immediately blamed the Muslims. Remember that? That's right. Yep. And yep. I wonder if what I saw was the CIA done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me just tell you. I wonder you. <laughs> if that was us doing that. You know, and like, because we, we pump into sure CIA stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's I'm very sure prevalent. I'm not the only one yeah. that saw that video and immediately thought that Muslims were going to terrorize us. Right. Yep. Um, yep. And I I have Muslim friends at the time. Like, you know, me, so. Me too. And I and I still do. So I'm like, like one of my best friends at work's Muslim. So it's like, I, I had trouble with that. I had real trouble with that. So I've always been able to separate evil from good because evil is everywhere in every mm -hmm. nation in every nationality. It is everywhere. So when people like say, well, this company's evil because they're all woke. Well, maybe the, you know, maybe the CEOs are, but what about the mom and pop? who need that money to feed their children who work for that company. You know, you, they're throwing like the baby out with the bathwater, you know, That's and, it. and they need to not because there's some good people everywhere and we need those good people to stay there because when we root out the evil, somebody's going to have to take over the companies and do the, the good stuff with it, I guess. And I think you that's know? where I believe God has taken this thing. I think like as we get closer to, you know, the precipice, whatever you want to call it, <clears throat> I think when it does flip, when the script is flipped and these people, I, I don't know if you know the story of Haman in the Bible, but Haman actually got hung on his own gallows. So that's mm -hmm. what's coming for these people. They're setting up gallows for us, especially believers. And it's actually going to be used on them. It's going to, the script is going to be flipped and it will be a swift thing. I know that I have no doubt in my mind how it all plays out on the other side. That's a little tricky. I like with money. Is there a new currency that comes? I don't know. Nassara, Gassara, all that. I've, I've yeah, been down all those rabbit holes. Something's going to happen though. And I believe those that have been faithful, those that have walked with him, that are chasing after him, pursuing him diligently with their whole heart, you will be rewarded. You're going to be rewarded and families will be re reunited and the evil will be shown for what it is. Now this, I, I have to always, you know, all right, let me put my disclaimer up because I have to. Oh yeah. <laughs> gotta, Yay. Yes. Yes. You get to witness it firsthand. <laughs> this will be good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say this because I know the most, uh, hmm, I gotta be nice. <laughs> the most uh, critical people are usually Christians. I hate to say that brothers and sisters. And they'll say, oh, no, you're you're wrong. That's not right. Okay, it's my opinion. Yeah. This is my opinion. But I believe my opinion's based on what God has personally given me. Okay, so yeah. there is going to be a time of some kind of bliss. It's not like perfection. It's not utopia. It's not yeah. heaven on earth. 
it, but it will be relatively calm in, a, in a, an extended period period of grace. I think it's like a reprieve that God's given us. It's because of his mercy and his grace. And it's to bring in the final harvest. So it's like there's going to be a ton of people that are hungry for God on fire for him. And they won't, they're going to have to go to like channels like ours, June, where they're like, I got to find this Christian stuff. What is this stuff about? Like, that's what I've been trying to build up for the last two years is that it's not about views now or how many people you got subscribed, all that. Like, that's all wonderful. But I know what's coming on the other side because it was prophesied over me several times. And mm -hmm. so that's what I'm preparing for. And, and that's the more important thing because it's about getting people to know who Christ is. And so it can revolutionize their life and change them and ultimately give them salvation. So, like, if that's the driving force, God's going to reward us for that. And if is it monetarily? Is it? You know, I don't know. He can he can do whatever he wants. He's God. But. I would be rewarded just seeing those children back with their parents. Exactly. Me too. You know. Me too. Yep. Me too. Um, that would make me very happy. And, um, and just knowing that people are going to receive consequences for their evil works. You know, because I mean. I'm that person that was molested as a child. I'm mm -hmm. that person that watched my uncle get off the courts with zero jail time. Okay. After, and nine, at least nine women testified against Gosh. him. Okay. Crazy. All of them were his victims. All of them were drugged. Um, it six years old. Some of these kids, you know what I mean? Like when we're letting evil get away with stuff, they're just going to keep doing it. You know, and that to me, like there's, there's moments in my life that I had wished I would, I had died instead mm -hmm. of endured that. Like that's how, and you know, you were talking with that satanic um, wizard the other day on your show. And he was talking about how some of these girls were on video trying to kill themselves. And that got to my core being because I know what they were going through. You know, and these people and the fact that it's been going on our whole lives, just so many kids, so many kids, these these souls that were just extinguished by evil. Right. And and I feel like I was so lucky, like this, this stuff that happened to me, it's nothing compared to what some of these kids have gone through. And um, I feel like, you know, the fact that I. I have uh, gone public with it. Um, I, I even told my boss about it because I, I used it. I told him, I said, look, when I was, when I was going up against the, um, the posters indoctrinating the kids about gender fluidity and all that stuff, I said, I know you don't think of this as a grooming mechanism, but this is a grooming mechanism for pedophiles. And, mm -hmm. and I feel completely uncomfortable with it. And if you, if you don't do something about it, I can't work here because I was literally walking by these posters on my way to the classroom every day. And I, I would just get sick. You know, I would want to burst into tears every time I would see one. And this is coming from someone who has like, I understand adults that are gay. Like I don't have a problem with adults doing what they do. You know, we yeah. all sin, you know? Yeah. Um, but when you're targeting children, that's where I draw the line. And that's where I really get passionate and emotional. And um, it, God turned it around. Like God, I, like you said, it's not me doing it. It's God doing it because God's the one that, that put that on my heart that day to tell my boss, uh, I took a risk. 
And he was going to let me break my contract without a penalty. Like normally if a teacher breaks their contract, they have to pay like a thousand dollars or something, you know? Oh, wow. Um, he was going to let me go without even finishing my contract. And, um, and I don't have to now. And I feel like God really did help in that situation. And, um, I want to just continue to do things that please God, you know, I may not be pleased by it, but I want God to be pleased by it. Uh, white hat, uh, one day on his show, cause I, I love white hat too. <laughs> One day on his show, he asked us to write down a note that said, how can I um, make you smile today, God? And I put that on a sticky note and I put that on my mirror. Like I have to look in that mirror when I brush my teeth every morning, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my hair and all that stuff. And, um, and it's still there. Like, this was like a, like a, a long time idea. ago. Yeah. yeah. And I do think about that every morning. I think, how could I make you smile today? How can, what can I do to further along your agenda? <laughs> That's so cool. No. That's great. And again, <laughs> I know your past and all that's such a horrendous past. And I'm so pleased that to get, you know, I got to know you and we're, I mean, the chat saying sorry for, you know, what you had to endure and all that stuff. But oh gosh, y'all, I'm over it. <laughs> I know, but it, that's what I'm saying. Like you, you overcame. And that's what I mean by courage. Like that is true courage. Like someone that's just, you, I know I'm not giving into this horror and there's someone trying to ruin my life. I'm going to move forward and I'm going to go where God's leading. And God uses, I don't know what it is, in, in our weaknesses and in our, you know, brokenness and, and evil, he uses that for good. Somehow he flips that, that yeah. thing around and he uses it for good. And that's what's impressed me so much, like just in the, in the movement that we're a part of, seeing mm -hmm. like people that are so, I mean, like they could have just said, you know what, woe is me, I'm destroyed totally, I'm done with this. I, mm -hmm. I can't take this anymore. But they don't, they fight. And they're like, you know yeah. what? And then, and they get closer to God where you would think some people, some people would be like, oh, why God would you allow this to happen to me? But instead they draw closer to him and he, he eases their pain. And he says, no, I'm with you and I'm crying with you. And we're going to work through this together and we're going to win, which look, does that make sense to us as human beings? No. Cause we're like, God, you could do anything. You could end this thing right mm -hmm. now. But for some reason <clears throat> he allows evil. And this is, I know a lot of atheists, you know, that's their, mm -hmm. their number one thing, this evil, you know, the mm -hmm. problem of evil. I can't believe in a God that allows evil. Well, we're all evil, each one of us. If you have hatred in your heart, Jesus says you're capable of murder. You've already murdered somebody. So it's, I've murdered it's, quite a few to... spiders. <laughs> so, Sorry, know, I don't spiders. know if that counts. Maybe that maybe it does. I don't know. <laughs> they enter my house. They're dead. <laughs> yeah. Done. Too bad. I always say a powers. prayer for them though before I say yeah. <laughs> Don't you feel bad? So like I do feel bad. I do. Like, just because they're ugly doesn't mean we should like destroy them. <laughs> I don't know, they, I know. Well, they've bitten me and oh, stuff too. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah. If they're biting, then time to go. You guys have those rec oh what are they? thanks Re recluse recluse brown recluse. Yeah, I had yeah, some black oh, widows are... in the yard one day. Ooh. Like I turned on my garden hose and I, like. I had it undone for some reason. I went to go put the little hose back on my garden hose and I turned it on. And when I turned it on, this little black widow came out from the faucet. Oh. I was like, ah, Oh my God. My <laughs> wife would freak out. Yeah. No, thanks. I, we up here. That's what I love about where I live. We don't have all that weird stuff. Like it's just, you know, we, little spiders that are dangerous. We don't have any poisonous snakes, no uh, mountain lions or <laughs> bears sneaking out and attack. Like it's pretty easy living other than the snow. 
And we don't even get that much snow anymore. The so. snow kills a lot of that stuff. That's why yeah, y'all don't get as much of it, yeah, you know. Yeah. And that's why I love it when it does snow here in Georgia because we don't have as big of a, you know, infestation of whatever bug is going on that mm. year, you know, after a good snow. And we haven't had a good snow all year. And this is like, like we it snowed one day last year in my area and it hasn't snowed at all. Like the mountains get the snow, but I'm at the foothills of the Appalachians. I'm not like in the higher elevations. Um, so like if I drive an hour north from me, I could get some snow. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, that's nice. If you want to go skiing or something, you just drive an hour. And <laughs> I hate yeah, snow. I, mean, I literally can't stand it. I'm so happy that we're not getting a lot of it. Our, our winters have definitely changed. I mean, when I was a kid, it was snow from basically the beginning of November all the way through pretty much halfway of April. Now we get a snowfall, it melts a couple days later and it's green outside. Like it's, it's cold, climate change. But yeah. It's climate change. <laughs> it's all due to uh, the the SUVs everybody's driving, I guess. I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Coyote. We do plant. We have coyotes. We do have coyotes. Yeah. Lots of them. Oh, we have those too. We have a couple of those. Yeah. Um, right now they're like today. Um, I went to um, breakfast with some family members this morning and um, on the way out, it was kind of early morning and um, my backyard um, had a few birds in it. We always get a bunch of birds like cardinals and blue jays and all these birds. But my neighbor's yard next door had a ton of starlets. Apparently they're um, starlings, not starlets. Those are cool. Is, is that the small ones? Yeah, they they yeah. they move in flocks, yeah. and their entire backyard was just black with all these starlings, <laughs> and then they were just flying around in the trees and stuff, and they were really pretty. But I was like, man, they're going south, or maybe they were flying back north. I don't know. Would they be going south in February or flying back north? Because it's I, like we're getting daffodils um, really? here in my part of Georgia. The first sign of spring is the daffodils. It's these little flowers that pop up and I'm, I'm starting to see them pop up everywhere. So I'm thinking, well, it's a little early for spring. We might get another frost. You know, it has, it has snowed in March before in my area, mm -hmm. but every year's different, you know? Hmm. Um, so I'm wondering if this just is a sign of early spring, maybe summer will come sooner, you know? Oh man, I um, hope. But I can tell you a story um, when I was a kid or not a kid, but when I was younger, my husband and I, when we first got married, we were really into um, uh, these live action role playing, um, like these events they have in, in yeah, Atlanta, know you know cool. what I mean? So like we would, we would go and pretend to sword fight and all that stuff. Well, you have to camp in these cabins in these state parks to do that, right? And I was camping in this cabin and the bathroom near the cabin was just infested with all kinds of spiders and stuff. And in the middle of the night, I got bit by something and I think it was a spider and that spider bite, it, it might've been a snake, but I don't think so. I think it was a spider. That spider bite lasted on my ankle for over a year. What? Like it, it swelled up. You could see the little fang, like oh. you could see how something bit me there. And um, it had to have been one of those spiders because that's all that's all we could find that were around that area were just these big, huge spiders. Hmm. And um, it didn't make me sick or kill me or anything, but it just itched and, you know, it was annoying. But hmm. that's that mark on my ankle lasted a long that's time. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. At least you didn't get like some kind of infection or something. Plant said starlings did, fly in big groups in the wintertime and invade her feeder. She can't stand them. <laughs> Well, they were invading my neighbor's garden this morning. They for are sure. annoying. I will say that. But 
It looks cool when they're all flying. It was like Alfred Hitchcock, the birds out there. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Get creeped out. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. Well, what do you say we play a video here? Yes. So, so I like this guy. I found this guy on TikTok. Um, You know, school's (laughs) closed tomorrow, right, Gino? Yes, I know. We have two. Yeah, yeah. So you can stay up all night. We're going four hours tonight, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Marathon, marathon. So this guy if calls himself. If I pass himself... out on screen, I'll be like a Spazzo Yeti <laughs> moment right there for. <laughs> Spaz, <yeah. laughs> this guy on TikTok, he does these things called Holy Nope, and <laughs> you'll see what I mean. He's he looks like you know a Sunday guy, right? He's got his Bible. He's a church goer, and then he goes into church, and then it's some woke stuff, and he's like making these faces. I don't know. I think they're kind of funny. So here's here's a couple uh, Holy Nopes. It's a beautiful day. Got my Bible. I'm ready to go. Friendly reminder that this is God. God is not found in a book or in a form or in an ideology. God is the spirit of the living world. This is where I feel close to God. This is Is where I feel connected to source, to pure (laughs) energy, to love. Oh, It's not in an ideology, not in a religion, it's in nature. This is God, baby, free and available for you to connect with at any time. Mm -mm. Amen. (laughs) He closes the door. So, okay, that's pantheism. I feel like that. Yeah, true. But I do feel closer to God when I'm in nature. Absolutely. But that guy is saying that that is God. That's the difference. You and I know, we look at creation, we're like, wow, this is beautiful. Like, and we think of him, we think of, you know, the heavens declare his glory. But he, this guy looks at the water and, and seaweed around him, apparently, and dirty water at that. And he's like, this is God. This is God. Not, not that theology, not that stuff in a Bible. Like, that's where I think those are the people, June, that I think some of those are the ones that are going to be flipping on the other side of this because they're going to realize, oh, my gosh, I've been worshiping the creation instead of the creator. Yeah. That's Roman. I'm God. sure there's going to be things I'm going to be flipping on that I don't know about. Like, oh, I'm not yeah. completely confident in everything I know, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. I feel like I learn something every day, you know. So, um I guess that's part of humbling yourself. You Absolutely. Know. Yeah. We, well, look, I mean, no one knows it all. That's for sure. I mean, yeah. we're always learning. We have to be, that's the other thing. What has happened? But that holy society? nope guy knows everything. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand like what happened to our culture. We used to be able to talk about things and like discuss things and laugh. I know. Or a beer it's or a, a coffee shame. or something. It's just yeah. sad. It's so sad. All right. Here's another one. But I like this one's a little this is kind of crazy. It's the Lord's Day. I got my Bible. I'm ready to hear the word. My daddy used to always tell me, they better miss you. They better miss you. You better make them miss you. That means in your Bloomingdale season, you act like you up on the top penthouse. You ain't walking up in your work wearing a moo-moo and knockoff shoes that are all nasty. You ain't fixing your hair. You got to walk into the season that you're in. Well, I can't. I'm tired, Kim. My whole family gets to go on vacation. And my kids go with my grandparents because I can't take off because I'm in retail. You're making all the excuses in the world why you tore up from the floor up. Not realizing that when you get God, when he sees you doing a little, he comes in and does a lot. 
He's saying, get up and prophesy where you're going. That means go to the thrift store, buy you some clothes, begin to act like you're a whole fashion designer, and everywhere you go, they're like, girl, you so cute. You're like, yeah, $3.99. Get you a whole Instagram page and show everybody how to thrift on three. Nope. <laughs> First of all, were those swimming goggles on? I have no idea face? what is going on. Was that them. a him or a her? It was know. a her. Okay. Um, it's oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. That with was that crazy. One, yeah, that was. Can you? So but there's obviously people, there's people what's top on there, her right? list. What's yeah. top on her list is her image, obviously. Absolutely. If she said, "Go to the thrift store, get yourself a three ninety nine dollars shirt, and pretend <laughs> like it's a designer, and walk down the, you know, with your with your sachet, mm -hmm. you know, that's crazy. That's crazy. Who goes to that church? Was, was I, that a church? That, well, apparently there were people applauding her, so there must be people going. Wow. But this is, but June. Okay, this is where we're at. I'm telling you, like, the Christian church. God, I can't even imagine what God does. He must just sit there and shake his head and be so sad when he sees these yeah. people going week after week to someone like that, hearing that, which is, I have no idea what that was. I don't even know. That is not biblical. Anything about that was biblical. I'd and like to people think he's some kind of humor at him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he that guy, he exposes all these churches. That's what he's doing. But I, th I think it's funny I'm glad. how he does it. Yeah, it's really I'm glad. Good. I mean, but only the people who like aren't buying into it see it because there's people out there that would be like amen sister amen <laughs> they are but go to you, that no, you, know store. you bring up a good point though look so i think people okay it's sad that in christianity it's become like a club right so like they have these yeah. little clicks like this is my club i like this club like it's high school or something instead of like we're brothers and sisters in christ we're the bride mm -hmm. of christ like that's the mentality it should be, but it's not. So you have people that go to places that they're attracted to because it fits their club, the, the click they're in. So I can kind of see why they would keep going back to like, oh, we love our church. Our church is awesome. It's a church, but is it Christ-centered? That's the problem. No one questions yeah. it. Just, if it makes me feel good, it must be okay. It must be right. This is where I belong. Yeah. Well, if That's we sad. lived by that logic, we wouldn't have survived our 20s. <laughs> exactly because yeah. i remember hearing yeah. that like i remember getting you know real drunk when i was younger and mm. hearing that phrase we're getting tore up from the floor up you remember that? <laughs> i do <laughs> uh chops i will definitely dm that yeah i will uh you know, i don't know it to me it's just sickening like that's where we're at that you can literally sit there and think that that's man i feel so good today like god is god is in this church and there's no message of the gospel, no repentance. It's more about yeah. me, me, me. And then what, you know, you look at Joel Osteen or something like that, right? I mean, he's got these huge followings. These people have so much influence. They could do so much for the kingdom. And yet they squander it and they use it for their own, you know, I don't know, glory, I guess. Did you ever watch Pastor Arnold Murray on TV? I don't think I've ever heard of him. Okay. He was in Arkansas and he had like a little show that would come on um, late at night. And it was like back in the the mid nineties. Um, and I got sucked in. Like he was, he, his whole thing was, we're going to read the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And we're going to explain it. And the way he explained it was very similar to the way you explain it. And um, I, I liked his 
his show and my mom got interested in it too. She still watches him to this day. He's dead now and his son took over the ministry, but, um, but it was very simple. He would just read the Bible and explain it. And, and it was, it worked, <laughs> you know, like he didn't have to embellish it so much or anything, you know? The and um, yeah. And another one that I liked to watch when I was younger was I was really interested in messianic Judaism so I would watch Zola Levitt. Did you ever watch him? Oh yeah, yeah, Zola. Did yep. you like him I think, at all? I think he's still. Isn't it still around? I think his ministry. It still is, around. but he died a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but I remember loving because I learned a lot about Judaism from his mm -hmm. show, and um, his show. And there was another one called Jewish Jewels, uh, by this couple that lives in Fort Lauderdale. I I joined their fan club. Like I I was having them mail me stuff before email was very popular like they were mailing me stuff you know um and um they basically their ministry was just about explaining what messianic judaism is and it was a small but growing and it's basically jewish people that follow a lot of the jewish um festivals and feasts and things like that but they also believe in christ very similarly to the way mm -hmm. we do but what the what they do is they link so much of the Judaism with what he did with what Christ did when he was here. That was the part I thought was very interesting because mm -hmm. he was Jewish, you know? So like, um, and it, it gives you perspective because there's been a lot of anti-Jew like speech and stuff on TV lately. And I just want to remind everyone that not every Jew is bad. Like I said, <laughs> right. evil's everywhere. Yeah. Right. There's and, well, that we've yeah. conflated it. We've conflated all Jews uh, fit in the Kazarian, you know, like mafia exactly. and, and Zionists and all that stuff. I yeah. know, like we really have to get focused again. That's like Israel, saying all Italians it's... are bad because of the mob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you a bad boy, Gino? <laughs> I'm only half Italian, so I don't. <laughs> oh, so you're count. half bad. <laughs> they wouldn't take me. The mob wouldn't take me. I I don't know. I it is. You're right. I think we've done this. We've lumped everybody in categories. We put them yeah. in our own little package and said, this is what you are. And we do have to be careful with the Israel thing because God does love Israel. Um, but again, we don't just get to give Israel a pass and say, oh, Israel gets to do whatever they want to do. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That we have. That's where we have America's doing just as much bad exactly. stuff as Israel exactly. right now, if you ask me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like how many lives have been lost in Ukraine? Were that Was that really necessary? You right. know, how many lives were lost in Iraq? Was that necessary? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, how many warmongers and, you know, weapons manufacturers got rich off those wars? Right. You know? Right. Um, they need to get money out of politics. They need to get, uh, I think money getting out of politics would solve a lot of problems, honestly. I think getting politicians <laughs> out of politics would solve all the problems. Well, that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my solution. <laughs> Can we do that? Maybe. We could call them government volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should have been. Uh, I, yeah. we, I, I hate politics. I'm so like, I have literally turned off. I don't even go on Twitter hardly at all. I'm, I'm literally disengaged from news. I, I finally yeah. said, you know what? Enough is enough. I don't need it. All it does is create anxiousness and animosity yeah. and hatred and all these feelings that I don't want. And I feel so much better being disengaged. Yeah. Now, I, I do know what's going on in general, you know, I'm not yeah. that naive, but like, I just don't need to dive deep into the news every day. Like it's, yeah. plus, how do we even it know what's real you. anymore? Oh my gosh. Like everything's, 
there's so much information and you've got to sift through it and try to find out what's disinformation, what's misinformation, what's real. I don't know. And, and here's the thing. I might get some hate on this, but as much as I adore Trump, there's still that part of me that doesn't trust him too. Like we have been lied to our whole lives. I mean, mm -hmm. from the time I was five, when my uncle ruined my trust in men in general, you know, I have been a very untrusting person, you know, mm -hmm. so, and you have to trust people to earn their trust. So that's something I've always had to work with. But I mean, there's been things that Trump's done that I'm like, hmm, you know, and then there's been things that Trump, Trump's done that I'm like, yes, you know, <laughs> so uh, is he just another pawn in their game? You know, I don't I, I my opinion is I think he can't be bought. That's and I do believe he was appointed. All I shouldn't say just he. I mean, every person is appointed. Right. God. All, yeah. Ultimately, God is sovereign over every all the affairs of men. But mm -hmm. I believe he is kind of a Cyrus figure. He's the guy that's going to restore things back to what America was supposed to be for God's purposes. Now, is, is Donald Trump so. a perfect man? Is he my Messiah? Of course not. Like. And he has yeah. faults. He has flaws. He has all kinds of things, just like I do. I'm glad. But I though. do believe. Yeah, I do believe he was appointed, and he is. He. I. I mean, I know he gave me a vision of him being president again. Like that is going to happen. There's no doubt in my mind. It's just I think it's to usher in this harvest, and I think you're going to see a different Donald Trump. That's going to be the thing. I think on the other side of this, Donald Trump is going to be a very humbled man. When he gets put back in place and i don't know how he gets put back in yet i'm not 100 percent sure if it's votes humbled as in he's not going to go after these people that no he will or... definitely he he is going to be the hammer for god <laughs> like these people okay are gonna, yeah there's no doubt a humble not. hammer i like that but he but he will be a hum, he will be a different man you will see a changed individual like his tone his voice everything will be different yeah because he he i think he's starting to understand that god is using him where before mm -hmm. maybe Donald thought he was doing it all. You know, he was kind of this, ah, I made myself yeah. rich. I made my, you know, he kind of braggadocious. But I think yeah. that part of him is definitely going to start. You're, I think you're already starting to see a little bit of a change in him. But I think ultimately he will be a much different man at the end of his second term than he was at the beginning of the first. And that's going to, and people, this is the other thing, June. People, when they see changes like that in a leader, that can influence a whole culture. Uh -huh. to change yeah. you know and then they see that he's a christian if, if he starts professing christ and things like like you could literally see things change worldwide very quickly um, i kind of think that's how people felt about reagan because i remember mm -hmm. my father used to vote democrat a lot when i was a kid and i remember when reagan was um was first elected he was so happy apparently jimmy carter like like upset him so bad. I don't know what Jimmy Carter did at the time to upset him, but apparently he was so upset over it that when Reagan was elected, I remember him looking at all three of us, me and my brother and sister and saying, never vote Democrat ever. Always vote Republican. <laughs> yeah. And and I was like, okay, why? You know, like he never really explained himself, but like, this is a man who always voted Democrat. And then he switched, you know? So I knew there was, you know, shenanigans going on in our politics from a young age and everything but um but i i often wonder because like i took his advice when i got older i voted for the bushes i voted you mm -hmm. know republican yeah. a lot and and yeah. i was still seeing 
horrible things happen in the world. And I'm like, we can do better than this, you know? Um, so I, I guess I was just so jaded about the whole thing until Trump got in office. Trump gave me hope, you know, that we can make a lot of things people happen. Hope. Yeah. But see, the, I, I think I, 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 sorry to interrupt, but I think, no, 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 I, go ahead. I don't want to lose this train of thought with what you just said, because when we put hope in a person, we will be disappointed pretty, pretty mm -hmm. much 99% of the time. When yeah. we put hope in God, we won't be disappointed. We might not understand, but we won't be disappointed. But here's the thing. If Donald Trump, you know, now with 2020 hindsight, right? We look back, we're like, okay, well, if Donald Trump would have won the presidency, which we know he did, but let's just say he yeah. was back in and he served another four years. He had eight years in a row. People would get very complacent. And they would be like, oh, this is awesome. Look at the prosperity. Look at gas prices. Yeah. And we would put our faith in all these material things and in him rather than God. So in God's yeah. wisdom, what does he do? He allows the stolen election. He allows all these horrific things that America has never experienced mm -hmm. you know, or very rarely experienced in its history so that people's hearts would start yearning for righteousness and justice in him again because he is the one and only way that we get delivered from this stuff. And it will be very apparent that God did it and not a man. Donald Trump is a huge part of that process. There's no doubt. But he will not get the glory. And I and that's the thing I think is going to be really cool is that Donald Trump, I think when it happens, when things start going down and justice starts coming and all the stuff that we've been waiting for forever starts happening, I think you'll see Donald Trump pointing to God rather than himself. It's not going to be Trump and big gold letters. Yeah, he's, it's he be, kind of did yeah. that a little bit. Do you remember that time when all the pastors came to visit him and he looked at him and he's like, mm -hmm. you're the ones with the real power? Yep. I think right. he kind of already knows that, you know? Um, and he did. He walked a, a, you know, outside of the White House and went mm -hmm. with his Bible That's and right. stood there. And I don't think that was just for... It wasn't um, a photo Yeah, I don't think that was it. He, no. he could have did that. You know, I think that was him submitting himself to God. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and I'm glad he did that because that kind of makes me trust him more, I guess, you know. Um, and I hope he does, you know, get back in office and that people start waking up more. I mean, I know a lot of people are waking up more than they were before, but there's still people out there like it's just it, it's I'm I'm so excited to see what's going to happen. And I mm -hmm. really, truly hope that it doesn't get really bad before it gets really mm -hmm. good because to me it's always been pretty bad you know i as far as when like, you say pretty bad do you mean like like an event or something that's like kind of a permanent like people stain people and... not receiving justice for the wrongdoings mm -hmm. that have no. occurred to them you know children being murdered and you know abducted and stolen and just all these things that have happened our whole lives and you know we're waking up to it now but that it, that doesn't mean it stopped like it's still happening you know right and they you know all these people that are coming into our country right now um are they just normal people that are here trying to start a life or are they really you know un soldiers in disguise we don't know mm -hmm. you know and i'm hoping that it's column a and not column b because i don't <laughs> i'd hate to have to you know fight off the un from my lawn that was the mm -hmm. one thing i said when i first bought my house too was now i have a house because i lived in apartments when i first got married and everything 
when I first bought my house, I said, now I have a house where I could stand on a porch with my shotgun and say, get off my lawn. <laughs> get off yeah, my lawn. Get off my um, lawn. Yeah. That's funny. Because I worry about that. I mean, I'm like 40 minutes from Atlanta. Yeah. They've already been riots and stuff yeah. down there. I used to live there in Atlanta for five years. I, I, I don't know. I, it's so close to home. And I know you have the same thing going on with Detroit, you know? Yep. Yeah. So Dearborn. we're all affected by it. Um, but don't you, aren't you tired of like, do you really think it's going to get really bad before it gets worse or I before think, it gets better? I do think there's going to be something, something's coming and it's, it's something that's going to startle people and shake, shake the nation. I think it's going to shake the world to be honest. Like it's kind of like the shot heard around the world. What it is, I don't know. I believe finances are definitely probably going to be part of it because mm -hmm. I think that affects everybody, obviously. Um, and, a, and a scare, another, maybe a false flag or, you know, maybe it's an actual terrorist. I don't know, something. Something's definitely coming. But I think it's short term. I don't think it's something very long. I think it's something that it's going to be enough where people are like, I don't like this. I don't like the feeling of this. Um, but God's got his children, right? Our backs are covered. If we're under yeah. him, under his wings, we're fine. But I think it's it, it might still startle us. I'm not going to say it wouldn't scare us because we're human beings. But in the long run, we're going to look back and say, that's why it had to happen. Just like why the, the election yeah. had to be stolen. Why, you know, 9-11 had to happen. Why all, like all these things are going to be connected. And again, it's not this utopia. I'm not preaching like this heaven on earth thing. It's It will yeah. be a time of great, I think, harvest, bliss, peace. Um, I think there will probably be more than one Trump in office after him. Like, I think it's kind of becomes almost like a Ooh. dynasty. But this is the yeah. problem, June. Human beings, okay? It, this, this, you can look all through history. We went far left, then it goes far right. And now you have mm -hmm. someone that claims to be, you know, let's say they claim to be a Christian. And they're in the White House. And they start running a tyrannical you know type of government Ugh. because this is the way yeah. we 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 christians do it right and it's not biblical and it like that that's just pride in man so it always goes back and forth and ultimately we know the antichrist is coming at some point so but god's in his mercy and grace he's going to open up a period of time i think probably a generation or two or maybe even three of really prosperous times and peace and getting back to him because he said he's coming back for a church that has no, uh, no spot nor wrinkle. And that time has to come. That There has to be a cleaning period, a sifting. Get get the junk out, get it purified. Not perfect, because we're not perfect until we're you know in Christ. But it, I think good days are ahead. I mean, I told you. Yeah, and I here's... That vision that I had. About Trump, that one? Or yeah. a different one? Yeah, I can't remember if you I... You told me some of it. Um, you could say it again. <laughs> Because well, I might have missed some then. of it. The one you, that you told me about, he was on a stage or something. And, yes, that's the one. And he yeah. was like, was he crying or was he just on yes. his knees? He was he crying? Was definitely on his knees and crying, weeping, yeah. But were there people around him? There were like, I mean, okay, do you know, you ever seen like pictures of uh, MLK when yes. he gave his dream speech and the, and the, the mall is just millions of yeah. people, right? Yeah, yeah. In this vision... I was like above, I was, I was like in a helicopter or something and yeah. I was above the mall. And I, and at first I was just seeing, I mean, I don't, to me, it looked like two, 3 million people. Like as far as the eye could see, it was just a, just this like sea of people and they all had their hands in the air and they were all saying, they were chanting Jesus. 
and I knew it was oh. revival. I knew re- revival. It kind of, I get the chills talking yeah. about this because it's so. It was so. Re- I literally have never had a vision. That was the only one ever, and I didn't even know it happened. Mm. It was the weirdest thing. And then I, I, my attention's like taken to the stage, and it's this huge white stage, and I see a man on his knees in a dark blue suit, and his back is like you know kind of writhing like up and down. Like I knew he was weeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized it was Donald Trump. And but the people weren't chanting Donald, Donald or Trump, Trump, Trump or whatever. They were they were chanting Jesus. And he I knew he was humbled and that God had restored him and was restoring the nation. And it was going to become like this new Independence Day. Like an, I heard Celebration Day. That's what I keep like in other things. I kept. Yeah. I just know it's going to be something to do with celebration. And and it was like things had changed overnight. Like it was so quick. The thing that happened and people had hope again. But the hope was in Jesus. It wasn't in a man, even though Donald Trump was the one that helped, you know, God restored and brought him back. And it it was just amazing. I told Praying Medic that. I I went on, um, I was on Red Pill Show. I called in Mm -hmm. and Praying Medic was on one time. This is like two years ago. And I told him that. And he was like, that's a vision. (laughs) He's like, you just need a vision, bro. I'm like, like, okay, cool. I needed confirmation because I had never had one. I didn't know what that was. And it wasn't a Does dream. Praying Medic still have his show on YouTube? Yeah. Or, uh, I think, it, well, it's on Rumble. Is it on Rumble? And, okay. Yeah. So I did used to no. follow him a long time ago, mm-hmm. and then I lost track of him after the purge. Um, yeah. But, uh, oh gosh, now I lost my train. I thought I was going to ask you something while you were talking. Uh, while you're thinking, plan. So they're talking about Bush and uh, Reagan and, and Kathy O'Brien. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, if you watch. Love her. Night, Love her yes, so much. Kathy's awesome. She, we're going to have her back on soon, hopefully. I was By like way, glued to my screen the day you had her on there. <laughs> yeah. She's awesome. Kathy's amazing. And, you know, she's so like, she like she oh. emailed me back and forth, like, like just a regular person. She's not you yeah. know, this highfalutin person. Like, she's just like. Oh, great. And she was, she sent me a meme that was pretty funny about aliens or something. Like it was, I'm like, she's so cool. Like she was just down. That's what I like about her. And, and like, that's you talking about her reminded me what I was going to say. Um, you remember how I said that sometimes I hear that still small voice and when I follow it, something good happens, you know, um, like finding your show, you like contacting my friend, Ron, like all these things, you know, um, well, one of them was when I, um, found the foxhole and pilled and i was trying to figure out you know what my my name was going to be and god put that because june is my middle name like really you know but god put that name on me like i didn't like i don't think i thought of that i think it came from him like it came just like that reasons for believing book came in my popped in my brain Mm -hmm. that day it just happened and i had made a promise to god that day that um I had lived my life so much um, in the dark pit of despair is what I used to call it, where I was just miserable. Like I, I, went, I dealt with manic depression. I dealt with anxiety. I dealt with all these things, saw therapists and counselors and worked so hard to, to try to fix it. And um, I just made that decision with God. I said, I'm going to try my best to enjoy some of my life. You know, that's a gift from you why am I sitting here worried about all these problems? You know, you're going to fix it. I need, I need to feel joy. I need to feel those fruits of the spirit. Right. And, um, and it, and it worked for me because then I just, I started just joking around with all these, I never chatted on any show, like on YouTube or anything. Like I followed why hat methods and all them, but like, 
I never chatted with them ever mm-hmm. until I went and, and got on pill. And then I started doing that for my own joy. And the next thing I know, I'm finding all these friends. I'm finding all these people who believed in Christ like I do. I'm finding people who are awake like I am. And for someone who was surrounded by people who thought I was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. That was so refreshing. Mm-hmm. That was so nice. That's why we that's why we call it the you Foxhole know? family. Right? Yeah. Uh, Chops, yes. And at Red first Pill I was did have out. Frank Medic on. He had him on the other night. I watched that. Oh, Methods did? Who did? Uh, no, Frank, uh, Red Pill had Praying Medic on. Oh, I missed that. Or last, I used to watch him too. I think it was last time. night. Yeah. No. I know. I can't even watch Red Pill shows anymore. I have no time for yeah. anything. Like, I'm just. Yeah. I don't get to watch as many shows up. as I used to. I try to stick with my friends' shows, like you and, and Ron and all that. But even then, I miss stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I missed Little House on the Prairie yesterday, and I was so mad. <laughs> but I had stuff <laughs> I had to do. I don't get to like watch my... better lately on the weekends, usually. But during the week, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's I'll interesting with. Yeah. Well, you got to get up early. Uh, you know, it's, it is interesting though. Like I, I love talking about this stuff because it's easy to get in that doom and gloom state of mind about mm-hmm. where the country's going, where politics are, like all that stuff. And I used to be that person. I was the guy that was preaching Jesus is coming back soon. Uh, you know, the, the antichrist is coming. America's done all this stuff because God, when I was younger in my faith, God had given me some dreams about America and they were all bad. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like a lot of them were like, show me the end. Of things but i didn't realize because i was too young in my faith and immature i didn't mm. understand what he was actually showing me that he was showing me i'm going to destroy the america you thought was great and give you something better like i didn't understand yeah. that then that's why i'm so hopeful now because i understand that and and i remember when i heard praying not praying medic um mark taylor mark taylor was on he might have been yes a i like him yeah I, the firefighter Yes, exactly. And Mark had a pro- you know a couple prophecies about Trump and some other stuff. And I was like, he's right. That's exactly what I feel. Like I know it's not America's doom and gloom and it's falling apart. It's he's restoring something. He's rebuilding it for his glory, mm-hmm. right? And and but no one wants to believe that. The church has been taught for 40 years the rapture's coming, don't do anything, just wait around. The antichrist will come, but don't worry about the antichrist cuz you won't be here. Like it's mm-hmm. all these these false narratives that have been taught over and over again so that we believe them and then you include the 501c3 and all that stuff yeah it becomes this nightmare did you ever see the stream i did um a long time ago on john adams yes i did watch that one okay so i always think about when i think of america i think of our founding fathers you know like Mm -hmm. And everybody always badmouths them. Well, they were rich and they were Masonic and they were this and they were that. Slave know? owners. Yeah, and I'm thinking, <laughs> you're talking about a general who froze with his soldiers starving. Mm-hmm. You know, that's George Washington. You're talking about um, a man who took his son across the French Alps, the, 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 the Alps, like in winter on a donkey to, to do diplomatic negotiations with France. Okay. After traversing the Atlantic Ocean in the middle of a war zone with Britain. Hmm. And he was on that ship fighting. There are stories that are documented in the Library of Congress about this. Like, this is not made up stuff. This is what really happened. These are the sacrifices these men made to build America on Christian foundations. That's right. 
Christian foundations. That's right. And that's exactly what John Adams was. They said if he had not made that speech, and that speech was Christian, I think that speech was straight from God, if you ask me. Hmm. If he had not made that speech, there wouldn't have been a, a constitution. There wouldn't have been America the way we see it, you know? And I think that's what we need to get back to are those roots, those, you know, we know what tyranny's like, and that's not where, what we're about. And, you know, right now I feel like we're under that already with Biden. Oh, I, agree. I mean, they, they, you know, that day he got online and there was this, I don't remember where he was making that speech, but remember that speech he made and there was like a red background. He looked <laughs> yeah. evil and all that. I'm like, so who creepy. does he think he is Hitler? Like it, it, it was, it was creepy as all get out, like mm. just super creepy to me. And, um, I don't know. That's what I want to like. They said, well, they're all slave owners. I'm like, no, they weren't all slave owners. John Adams didn't own a slave, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and people just forget about how, you know, other people. Yeah, because because there were black owners of slaves. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you know, and it was the business at the time. You know, it was it was just the way things Mm -hmm. were done back then. And and of course, America was so good. We got rid of that. You know, we got rid of slavery. It took a war to make it happen, but we made it happen, right? And and, and instead of instead of patting ourselves on the back and moving forward, we want to go back there and linger there and relive that stuff? No, that's unhealthy. That's not something we should be doing. Oh, dear. Do you, did you hear that, Gino? No. Oh, okay. My headphones are losing power, so I'm going to turn oh, my speaker no, on and hear. turn my headphones off. Yeah, go hopefully ahead. You don't... Okay, hopefully I can still hear you after I do this. Yeah. That just means I've been streaming too long with my headphones. <laughs> Mine go three hours. Well, actually, I, I take that back. I've streamed for four hours, and they've never went out, so probably four or five hours is my max with these things. It's Bluetooth, too. You know, Joyful June, you bring up a great point about the Founding Fathers. Now, a lot of people say, well, some of them were deists. Some, they're, you know, they were Masonic and all that stuff. Okay, well, even if they were and some were and some are or whatever, they still built the nation on the foundation of the Bible. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's, that's pretty um, incredible to build a nation on that. Even like Thomas, okay, Thomas Jefferson's a good example. Thomas Jefferson, he's a deist, said he didn't believe in everything in the Bible, wrote his own Bible. Okay, whatever. Thomas Jefferson was a brilliant man, but he still understood the moral fiber that was in the Bible that mm-hmm. could build a nation. Like they all saw that. They all understood that. But, but And they were all well aware of tyranny. They all were coming out from underneath tyranny, mm-hmm. fighting against tyranny. They were traitors, let's face it. I mean, they were literally traitors. But they were traitors for a good reason. They stood up for truth and for freedom. Yeah. And we're at that point. We're at a tipping point where you better stand up and do something or you're about to lose it all. But thank God he's going to intervene and honor what those men did. And I think even honor going back to Jamestown, when they put that cross in that beach, <clears throat> they they gave the first thing they did was give the land. They said, from these shores, the gospel will go forth. They made a compact with, with God. Have you ever been there? No, I've gone to Jamestown. I to go there. I, I visited there. Um, when did we go there? It was around 2010, I think it was. No, it was 2012. 2012. Um, we visited Jamestown and there is a church that's still there from the 1600s. It's, it's real tiny, but it's like this brick church that a lot of the, the, 
buildings that were there on the settlement are gone, but the foundations are still there. Um, but that church, when you go in there, it is such an incredible feeling. I can't explain it, but like, I remember walking into that church and thinking, this is such peace. This is such like, I felt, it felt like home. It felt peaceful. There was nothing scary about it. Um, and I really felt like the people that worshiped in that church were probably solid believers, like solid oh, yeah. Christian believers and that Jesus was, you know, putting his stamp on that place, you know, so to speak. <laughs> um, but it is interesting to go to places like that and realize they're real. They're not just in books, you know, they're real places. These people lived and died, risked their lives um, for something greater and they were, I think they were, a lot of them were driven by God to do these things mm -hmm. because man can push you to do some things, you know, but God can help you do them. You I know? agree. You know, you said that America corrected its problems with slavery and, you know, this, we have something going on right now that's called abortion that was going on for yes. 50 years and still is going on. And you think one day... Be, just because the culture says something's right doesn't mean it's right. And slavery at that time was also something very cultural. It was, a, yeah. it was a business, like you said. So I'm not justifying anything. If you sell another human being, that's deplorable, of course. But at the same time, you have to understand that the mindset of, of a country or a nation or, or a group of people, it's like, okay, well, yeah, this is okay. Everybody else is doing it. Why can't I? Yeah. And abortion became that, right? Abortion became this thing of, oh, well, it's legal, so it must be okay. Well, just because something's legal doesn't make it moral. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that's where I think, that's why I'm saying, like, America's different in the respect that we've always, we have at different times in our history, we've recognized our faults, our, mm -hmm. our immorality. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we got to turn. We got to do something. Yes. But and don't think that battle is not being still fought because like I said, my niece absolutely. is involved in the pro-life and they're still trying to get that absolutely. reversed, you know? And, and yeah. so people are still working to keep, to keep abortion from being so mm -hmm. prevalent in our society, you know? Right. And um, if, if more people knew the truth about the matter, because even I was a pro-choice person at one point, like mm -hmm. when I was younger, mm -hmm. when I was in high school, I remember going, well, yeah, I don't want anybody touching my body. But if you research and, and I was also very scientific about stuff. So like I thought, well, the stem kit cells can help people cure cancer, you know? So I was thinking yeah. of all these, yeah. you know, like health benefits for people. Uh, yeah. But, but I wasn't thinking about babies. I was thinking about like cells, you know what I mean? <laughs> I wasn't thinking about babies. Um, when I think of that, it, it's nauseating. To it think is. And it's, and no, no uh, baby stem cells have ever cured anything. There's, they've never had any success with now adult stem cells. Lots of great stuff has yeah. come from adult stem cells, yeah. but yet they still use that as the excuse. Oh, well, we're oh, yeah. lives and we're, they had me no, fooled you for a long anything. time. Yeah. 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 And so we've all made those mistakes where we thought something was good when it wasn't good. And we have to also remember that, um, that's how a lot of these people were like, like one of the, one of the things that people are still saying today is pure blood. And I'm sorry, that triggers me every time I hear it, every time I see it. And yeah, I know I there's like streamers that. on here that still use that. Yeah, I know. And what bothers me about that is it alienates those people who were duped. And those mm -hmm. people are, are 
those people deserve, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Compassion. Um, yes, exactly. They deserve not just compassion, but just, you know, to admit that they made a mistake and move on from it and not mm -hmm. like not everybody who took that vaccine was the person standing going, you should get fired exactly. if you don't take it. You know, yeah. there it wasn't everybody doing that. Like my parents took it. They didn't do anything like that, you mm -hmm. know? Um, and we're, you know, we're suffering from it and, um, and we have suffered from it. And um, I don't know if that was the way God intended for us to like, like maybe there's a lesson in that mistake. Like my thing is like, if, if I make a mistake, there's usually a lesson to be learned from it. And my biggest lesson from that was being better at discerning what he wants from me. And that's why I'm so passionate about, does he really want me to do this? Does he want me? Because I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought God wanted me to do it. And I honestly thought that the devil was trying to keep me from doing it. And um, that wasn't the case. <laughs> that well, was way you know wrong. What? I'm, I was guilty of one of those people pointing fingers like, you people are stupid getting these things. Like, you're dumb. Do your research. You know, all that. Well, once so I, I was knew about it, I was like, oh. Yeah. Like, once I knew more about it. But I literally, I read the, all these things saying, oh, it's only in your body for six months and then it's gone and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, like, my sister's a nurse. My mom's a medical assistant. Like I had, I've had surgeries that have saved my life. I had no reason to distress the medical industry whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, I, if I didn't take a drug every day, I would die right now. So, and there's a lot of people like me who rely on farm, big pharma to survive. Yeah. You know, so like when when we're told to do something health conscious wise by these same people, we're thinking it's okay when it's not. And um it's completely evil. I, I hate to talk about all these negative things though, because the blender isn't it supposed to be more happy and I keep bringing it back to like <laughs> No, we we've brought it down. It's probably my tonight. cold. <laughs> I'm gonna blame COVID. It's my cold. My cold's uh, making the me talk about all the The blender bad. we're all over the place emotionally on the blender, so it's okay. Yeah. No, I think you're, but you're making valid points. And I was just as guilty, honestly. Like, I thought people were dumb. You took that. You're stupid. Why would you take, like, okay. But see, I was in the know because I was already in that stuff years before. Like, I already knew what they were planning and all that yeah. stuff. But that doesn't mean everybody was like that. And I was assuming yeah. they should have been. So that was just kind of, like, arrogant on my part. But when you humble yourself, like, you, like literally, you have to, because my, trust me, June, I got lots of family members that took it too. And they're, some of them have problems. And I, I was just like, how could they do this? And I was trying to, I was literally telling them, please don't take that thing. Don't wear that stupid mask yeah. and all that stuff. And they thought I was crazy and whatever. But and you, there is this weird part of me that's want to say, I told you, I told you, why didn't you listen? But then you're like, oh, gosh, would, yeah, God, sure. would, 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 you, would God do that to me? Of course not. He could do that to me all day long. Yeah. He knows, <laughs> he knows my thoughts. He knows my heart. Like, so I have yeah. to be conscious of that. He, you know, I have to have compassion and empathy. Yeah. And so I remember when you first told me, I think you DM me or something. And it like, I never forgot that. And I always thought, you know what, if I go on streams from now on, I have to be careful with what I'm saying about that thing. Like, I have to be very careful that there are people that have taken it and they were just, they didn't know. They just, they thought, okay, well, yeah, of course I'm going to trust my Well, doctor. also we've Why been lied to a lot by um, quote unquote conspiracy theorists. Like there, cause I've been following all these people for so long and there have been times when they've said well this is going to happen if you do this and then it doesn't you know and so 
you had to take things with a grain of salt, no matter where it was coming from. So it was really hard to decipher the truth. And I honestly wish that I had prayed more uh, to try to get an answer to that before it happened. But at the same time, maybe God needed me to go down this path for his purpose. Like sometimes I feel like sometimes when bad things happen to us, it's not that God wants us to go through the bad thing, but it's maybe he needs us in a certain place at a certain time, you know, or yeah. maybe he needs us to learn this lesson or whatever. Sometimes um, we, we just make bad choices or we make um, ignorant choices, I should say. And then we, there's consequences. Like, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I think of the story in the Bible when um, it was the, the, the tower of um, Siloam. The Tower of Siloam falls, and it's in another, it's in the town of Siloam. And, and the disciples asked Jesus, like, why did those people have to die? You know, I think it was 17 people or 11 or whatever it was. And he's like, you're in a fallen world. You know, I'm paraphrasing. Things happen. Like, the, you, yeah. you know, even though God's good, even though, you know, we know he could stop things, and sometimes he does, and we don't know why sometimes he does, and sometimes he doesn't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's in his, you know, wisdom. I think that's the tricky part. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe in a, in a, in a poor choice and we all make them, <laughs> I've made millions of poor choices in my life. In those poor choices though, are some of the greatest lessons I've ever learned. Yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, like I can look back and it's like, oh my gosh, like I learned so much from making that stupid choice or going that way when I should have went the other way. Like, like mm -hmm. I'm in a season right now, it's been tough. Like, I mean, last 15, 16 months has been horrible. Like, I mean, just like, just one thing after another. And you're like, well, is anything good going to happen? But it's like, I know that but then feeling. you realize, <laughs> I know he's getting me prepared. Like, I know he's like, he's cutting me and shaping me into something different. And I feel like yeah. all of us are kind of in that season. Everybody I talk to feels exactly the same way. Like, like something's happening. Like he's doing something on a, on a massive scale with people, but he's doing it individually at the same time. And I think that's just only yeah. God can do those things. Yeah, he's, he's definitely, um, he's been with me, like my whole streaming thing, for instance, um, I, I didn't want to like do it and be like a vain person. Like I didn't want, that's why I was like, I, when I, when I started streaming, I was like, I'm not ever going to take gold pills out of pills. Like that was my, like, right. I'm not, I don't want this to be a money thing. I wanted it to be a, I'm having fun. I want to spend some time with God each week and with people who are like-minded. If they want to hang out, I don't care if it's two people, you know, watching the movie mm -hmm. we watched tonight. It made me happy because, you know, I've been, I've got this cold all day and I was like, I want to watch a romance. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and that one's a good one because I've, I've had that book since I was a little girl. So I know the story really well. Um, and I knew I'd have fun watching it. And I thought, well, somebody wants to sit in here and watch it too. And there were people who joined me. Um, and there were people who were there that never seen it before. So that made me happy, but I don't care if it's a thousand people coming to hang out with me or two. Um, I wanted it to be something I did for myself because I don't do a lot of things for myself. And, um, and I, and God gave me the ability to do it. So even though it's kind of silly, um, it's a way that I find some joy. Like, you know what my husband got me for my birthday on Thursday? He got me a gimbal. Do you know what that is? Oh, I can't hear you. Did you mute oh, yourself? I just I clicked the wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's only four times, June. It's 
<laughs> new record, I think. Um, no, I, I've heard of it, but I don't think I know what it is. I could show you, but I'm not going to pull it out right now. But it's right. it's basically this little stick that has a thing on it. You put your phone in or your GoPro or something. And when you're walking around filming stuff, it keeps it from oh, shaking. It's got like a balancer uh, yes. on there. Yep. And so because when I'm when I'm trying to like what what my intention was when I first started the Peachy Keen show was I'm in Georgia. So why not bring Georgia to people who don't get to come to Georgia, right? So I was going to go and like walk around in places and film it and show people. So that's why I went to Gibbs Gardens and I was going to go to the Georgia Guidestones the weekend. Like I had literally had it planned before they blew up. Like <laughs> um, I had been there before. Like it, it was not my first chance, but my first time, the first time I went, I did take some pictures. Um, I was with some of my family members when we went. But the second time I was going to go and film it and I was going to pray over those stones and I didn't have a chance because they blew up. Um, but it, they blew up like a week before I was going to go down there anyway. That, that's that's what was interesting to me. Hmm. And so I feel like when when I want to do something that gives me joy and, and God just gives me the tools. And yes, it was my husband buying that for me. But obviously my husband thought, you know, she needs this. Let's get mm -hmm. it for her, you know? And, um, and so I, I'm glad because I'm like, now I can go like, there's so many beautiful places I'd love to, like my first dream was about a sunflower farm. <laughs> 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 and like, that's not something that like everybody goes crazy over, but I'm like, if it brings me joy and somebody else can experience that joy through a computer, then that's awesome because so many people don't get don't get to have happiness and joy you know so if if i can help one person feel that way then it's worth all the you know whatever time it takes to put it together you know that's my thinking of the whole thing and um and you know i have a lot of fun and i even have fun when i make mistakes because i i've learned to laugh at myself I mean, when you're a middle school teacher, you kind of have to because you've heard every insult in the book, you know, <laughs> it, right. I, I just laugh about them sometimes now. Um, but, you know, and, and I'm glad that people like you support me in this because it does make it easier. Like um, like my friend Sly Park, who usually mods my show, like she she couldn't make it tonight. And I don't want people to feel bad if they can't come watch my show, you know, because I'm yeah. like you got a life, you know, you can't like stop everything you're doing mm -hmm. every Sunday and right. um, come watch me for two hours or whatever, you know? <laughs> so you do you. And if you want to come hang out, come hang out. You know, that's the way I see it is we're, we're, I'm just providing a space where I'm having a little fun and hopefully, and in the process, I like to, you know, basically dig into the scriptures a little bit and, and stay in the word a little bit. And I, I'm not an expert in the word either. That's why I'm always encouraging people to put in the chat. If I get this wrong, let me know. <laughs> but this is what I think about this. <laughs> June, you know, though, this is what I love about you and Ron, actually, and, and Neo, too, for that matter, is all of all of your shows bring me joy and peace mm -hmm. and happiness and laughs like that's important in our life. Because yeah. a lot of, let's, I mean, a lot of the stuff I'm doing is serious stuff. In real life, like I'm 
pretty easy going. Like I don't, it's not a lot of serious stuff, but like, yeah. when I got into this, I didn't know this is where God was, God was taking me. I mean, I really thought it was, I had a whole different thing, mindset where I thought he wanted me to do. I mean, he gave me the name insight, just like he gave you what you're, you know, Pete. Yeah. Like, I, I had, like, I knew that for years I had this name. I'm like, why do I have this name? You know? And what, anyway, I didn't know what I was going to be doing. But I told Ron this. I said, I said, man, your show is so important to me personally because mm -hmm. I need to laugh. Like when I get done yeah. with one of those heavy streams, it's like I have to like just get in a different mindset for, for an hour or two and just laugh because that's important. And y'all like, make me laugh all the time, like in the chat. <laughs> when I'm in other people's shows and everything, y'all make me laugh. Yeah. And I love that. Like. That to me, that's what makes Pilt so special. And and at first, when people started calling, like when Methods was around, and people started calling each other family and stuff, mm -hmm. I got creeped out because I thought, oh, this is like a cult. <laughs> I don't want to be calling people family right now. I've never, yeah, you know. Right. But now I get it because it's more like we're a god, like a, like a, like brothers and sisters under God. More like well, you that, would never you know? be able to have this on YouTube. I mean, YouTube there was like zillions of channels, right? In the beginning of Foxhole, mm -hmm. I mean, I think I was channel ninety nine or a hundred. And I don't know when you came in, a little after me, maybe? Yes, it was definitely after you. I don't okay, remember. Um, so... June will be two years that I've been. Okay. I started in June. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Ironic, yeah. I don't remember. I think I started in October, I want to say it was. And it was horrible. I, I recently, oh my gosh, June. I was recently going back through old videos, like clearing out my cache and just trying to get my hard drive uh -huh. cleaned up and stuff. And, I, and I'm looking at the first two or three streams with me and robert oh my gosh they were so embarrassing <laughs> so horrible not that they're much better now but like it, it was like so i mean i was like cringing i'm just like oh my gosh delete them just delete them <laughs> and i'm like no i'm gonna keep these because this will be other memories yeah yes yeah, so, uh, and, and but it was so embarrassing oh my gosh some of my favorite and that's kind of how i think of this like i y'all may not know this but i don't trust the internet very much about like saving my stuff so like every time I stream, I download it to an external hard drive. Me too. And I, because I want to have those memories. Like mm -hmm. when I'm 80 or 90 and I'm, mm -hmm. you know, in the old folks home or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> uh, being taken care of by some blue haired woke people or whatever. Um, I'm, I want to have those that I could look back on and go, oh, I remember when that happened and I cracked up or I remember, you know. And that inspiration came from me from some of the theme park vloggers that I watch because they do they they spread a lot of joy with their videos and they have said similar things some of the streamers um some of the vloggers have said the same thing where they're like i keep all these because when i'm older i want to go back and remember the memories you mm. know and um and that's wonderful because when you're older you do kind of lose a lot of your memories so having that at least that two hours a week to kind of like uh, chill out with your friends and have those memories. It's like something special, you know? Um, and so I'm, so I'm grateful for that. Like we're making memories. We're making, it's... maybe I'll have the reruns play one day. <laughs> you can watch my mouth move every time I mute myself. Maybe, maybe, you know, what was kind of cool yesterday. I, I went on Twitter for a second cause I had a notification and pilled had promoted the show on Twitter. I was like, Oh, cool. I, I made the, the promotional thing. That's cool. I made Did you put time. the thumbnail up that they asked you to do? Because I got that little message. Oh, I from, didn't. No, I didn't see that. They said there's a button where you can put a thumbnail up and it'll help with oh. other platforms seeing your streams or something. Oh, no, I didn't see um, that. 
do you have to like if you want to advertise your stream do you have to like email them or or dm them or something to get that to happen probably because i don't want to do that right now i was just curious i don't either i know on rumble like it's just you can choose to monetize i did a long time ago i was like ah screw it i'll just click on it because there were some benefits with it i've yeah. never cashed out gold me too or anything on rumble don't monetize too stuff. but i don't yeah. i like i like spreading it around here in the foxhole it's fun doing that like that's a lot more fun than yes that's exactly what i do i i yeah. just give it around um because i feel like if we if we build the platform up it'll keep us around longer mm -hmm. and um and you know i wish we all had money to go to meetups all the time and stuff but you know we're living in the biden economy right now <laughs> we can't, <laughs> we can't just drop everything and go to michigan or whatever you know yeah it's so um, frustrating though yeah we're gonna i'm gonna get down to georgia though i told the girls the other day i'm like i'm me and my wife are gonna come are down you to this i am gonna make it and i said joyful june is gonna be part of that they're like yeah we want to meet you we want to meet you and we want to so yeah it'll be fun. well don't hurt but, yourself by the way uh -huh. By the way, I meant at the beginning of the show to play "Happy Birthday" for you, and I completely forgot until I saw. Well, your Plant birthday Peach was this said, month too. Yeah, but who cares? I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I try to forget them as fast as they come. <laughs> um, wait, how, well, you play I, us happy asked. birthday songs. It, okay, it'll be for both. <laughs> days, but I won't ask you how old you are, June. But I am. Oh, 54 i can't believe that i, cannot <laughs> I just believe turned I'm... 51 i just turned 51 okay. i'm proud of it i don't really i'm not this this vain person that cares what how old i am in front of people i don't like, know if it's the I fact that i've made vain. it 51 years and haven't died that's pretty impressive <laughs> that's, to me <laughs> that's impressive especially the way i lived younger <laughs> exactly yeah i don't know it it does i never thought it would bother Plant, me you'll get a meetup one of these days don't worry yes absolutely like, I, I, well i'll pick I'll pick plan up on the way down. How about that? There you go. We'll pick you up. A car Here ride with Gino. What's that like? I wonder. <laughs> probably not fun. <laughs> She'll probably be like hiding under the. You can get all the back. You can get all the, the stuff finger. he doesn't talk about from Jules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, she'll give you the inside scoop. Yeah. What a great person go. I am. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, yeah, I, 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 I was. Just... I might try to have another. The, the problem right now is I got to get my health. I got to get my health back better somehow. Um, and so I'm, I'm working with like, like the doctor just called me, something showed up on my blood work. I'm like, not something else. Like what now? You know, It's mm -hmm. like one of those yeah. things. So like, I'm, um, if, if I can, I'll try to do another one when we go to spring break, you know, like maybe another barbecue or something. Um, it was, uh, it was fun. It was a lot of fun to get those people together and, and hang out. Um, even if it was just a couple of hours, you know, um, and there were people that drove all the way out from Texas and like Tennessee and like all these places, like Tracy PCB came up from Florida and all that. Um, so, um, it would be nice to do another one. Um, it just depends on what's going on in my real life as whether I can do it or not, you know, but if I can make D it happen, Patty. Deep Patty set the what one up here. What happened to her? Was, I haven't seen her in forever. I don't know. I, she's been gone. It's been so fun. We had such a great time. I got to meet Ron and Neo that night. They came down. Um, gosh, there were so many people. Chops was there. That was awesome. Got to meet Chops. I did daughter. watch some of the live streaming video that y'all were playing that day. I Raid, was there. Raid was playing. Oh, I think it, Raid was there. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. It I saw so some fun. of y'all walking time. around. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was that was cool. fun. It was real 
It's a little it's, I felt like I was like kind of half there watching y'all through the TV for a minute. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it kind of surreal, though, when you meet people face-to-face? You're like, I don't know what it is about, like, a screen. Like, why that makes you think of someone differently, I guess. Like, because then you meet yeah. them, like, oh, we're just people. Like, we're not. <laughs> like, I don't. It's such a weird thing. Like, um, like because I remember when I first. Yeah, when I met I remember Uncle Neil, Krusty. It was funny. Oh, um, did you meet Uncle Krusty? Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he lives in my town. Like, he's real close. Oh. And, and his his um, girlfriend did my hair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and uh, her her name's Daily Insanity. But but I I didn't realize how tall he was. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think about how tall people are until I meet them in person. I'm like, whoa, dude, you're taller than <laughs> I. Because I'm a tall girl. Like, I'm five, nine and a half, almost Depending yeah, on who's measuring tall. me, sometimes I'm five nine and three four. Sometimes, you know, depending on what shoes I'm wearing, I guess I don't know. But um, but when people meet me and they think, "Wow, she's super tall." Yeah, I used to play basketball. I was so tall, you know. Um, and I guess I just I guess that's that's the things that that get me when I meet people in real life because I know they're real people, you know. <laughs> right. Um, but they, it does kind of take away the um, like, what's the word the star. What do they call that one? Star. Oh, like, um, fascinated by stars. Or... Yeah. What do they call that? Like fanboying, fangirling. But I know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. Something like starstruck, that. Starstruck. Starstruck. That's what I was trying yeah. to think of. Yeah. It's it so kind of takes. Uh-huh. I, when it was funny because um, like Danielle came up here. And so Danielle's like, yes. oh my gosh. And, and I had never met Miko. Either. Where's Danielle at? Is she Florida. in Georgia? She's Florida, where? But, yeah. She's oh, Florida. Florida. She was okay. in Georgia. Moved to Florida. But the funny thing was, so uh, she came up to meet Miko because Miko was going to do some things with ministry or whatever. And so Miko's, I don't know if you remember, I have her on every- Miko's a force to be reckoned with. Oh yeah, Miko's- She looks tough. Yeah. I had never met her though in real life. Um, Robert knew her, but I had never met her. So- when I, I met Danielle and Miko the same day. So I was went to Miko's oh. house and they're and they're, she, they're like, oh, you're way taller than I thought. <laughs> like they were, And I was like, but I'm not that tall. I'm only six foot tall. Like, I, it's not like I'm some giant guy or something. I mean, I've got well, that's friends like, that are Isn't that like big. the average height of, of guys so. is six feet or whatever? I don't I mean, know. I'm My husband's big, shorter I'm, than I am. So <laughs> I'm, I'm big because I'm at two, like 225, 230. But it's like not... But I always was skinny growing up. I mean, I was mm-hmm. the same height I am now. When I played football, I was 145 pounds at the same Yeah, I was, I was I, a beanpole back then, too. Oh, my gosh. Your metabolism. Like, it's crazy because, like, I will eat less than my husband, yet somehow I'm bigger than he is. <laughs> Like, how does that how does that work like metabolism you know sucks. and so yeah it's weird it's weird um how your body changes over time and everything but you know we got to embrace it um plant said we're, we're both giants to her yeah five, how tall are you, five plant? feet one half inch that's shorter than oh, my I mom and my mom's pretty oh, wow. short but okay. you know there's yeah. benefits to being short too you know like i've got i've had some friends in the past that were real short like that and they used to be i wish i was tall like you so i could reach that thing on the shelf or whatever and i'm like yeah but like how many times have you bumped your head on something you know how many because right. <laughs> i have how many times have you been in a restaurant and like get up and you hit the lamp that's above mm-hmm. your table you know like yeah. that happens to tall people that doesn't happen to short people <laughs> good, <laughs> you know? good point you know so i remember when when we had the, the meetup i remember meeting d patty for the first time 
Yes. And it's funny. Dee Patty's the reason the blender even exists. She was the one that hooked me and Michael up and mm-hmm. he, I got on his show and then we became friends, whatever. But she I was early always... on in Better Lately's chat too. She I was. remember yeah, hanging out with her in Better Lately's chat years ago. But but the funny thing was like you have these like preconceived notions of what the person might look like. And so yeah, I yeah. always th- this is so funny now thinking about it. And I don't know if I ever told her this. I always thought she was gonna be about five foot five, kind of thin with gray hair mm-hmm. <laughs> glasses and like, cause I knew she was like an accounting or something like that. I don't know. I just had this image of who she was going to like. <laughs> so I show up at the thing and I'm thinking this is what she's going to look like. And all of a sudden I hear Gino, Gino, I'm looking around and I'm like, who's this, who's calling me? And it's, it's her. <laughs> and she looks yeah. nothing like what I thought I was cracking up. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like it's so I wonder funny if her finally flip meet phone died or something. Because she, I, I remember she was always chatting on her flip phone, oh, and gosh, and there were certain things miserable. she couldn't do with her flip phone, you know. And I wonder if that's why I haven't seen her in the chat so maybe. much, is because maybe she doesn't. She have showed up the other day, and uh, I was did in she somebody okay maybe for, and she said oh it was in Neo's Neo's chat for like a, a okay second. maybe she's and around she said, I'm just not around to see her. <laughs> yeah, maybe she's busy or I, I'm not sure, but. Anyway, uh, Bill, hey, Bill we're gentle Bill, giants, Bill. plant patriot. We're gentle. <laughs> we are. We are. Uh, okay, so I wanted to say happy birthday. So we're going to play this because I meant okay. to play it at the beginning. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. One hand of the guitar. June. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Okay. <laughs> I love Yay. that. It was I love a the pretty ACDC decent birthday. Too. Yeah, it yeah. was a, it was it was okay. Um What'd you guys do? Go out for dinner or anything or Yeah, um well my mother in law came for a visit too, because my husband's birthday was yesterday. So he was born two days after I was in the same year. Oh. But he calls me old lady, <laughs> even though I'm just two days older than him. And um, and he got um, I gave this is going to sound boring, but I bought him clothes because he needed some jeans and some shirts and stuff for work. And he never he doesn't like to go shopping and stuff. And anytime he wants anything cool, he gets it himself. Like like he bought an Oculus for himself, you know, mm-hmm. and um he bought a new monitor and all these things and like he's always buying gadgets and things like that and um so i don't like to buy that kind of stuff for him because i usually get it wrong like i'll get (laughs) i'll get something that he wants something else instead you know so um and i wanted to surprise him so uh i just did a bunch of clothes shopping for him and got him some clothes um and his mom came over and we made something last night for dinner um, for his birthday dinner that was uh, I've never had before and he's never had before and it was called beef bouillon and it's made with like we made it with it's supposed to be made with cognac but Jeff's mom brought some red wine over and she put some red wine in it um, and it's like a beef dish with oh, vegetables in good. it and stuff it was good and we made homemade French bread to go with it oh um, man yeah my husband's a good baker Sadly, that's not really what I should be eating, though. <laughs> French Probably. bread right now. I don't but, think anyone um, should really be eating that. Yeah, but um, but yeah, we had that, and then 
that's uh, who we went with uh, to have breakfast with this morning is his mom. Um, I didn't know if I was going to be able to stream today because I didn't want to stream while she was here, you know. Uh, but she she left earlier um, in the afternoon. So I was like, okay, well, I might as well stream. So, um, so that's why I was able to stream. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't, I mean, I had to work, so it's not like I could do a whole lot <laughs> on my birthday, you know, but I made the most of it. Um, it, I mean, after all, I've had 51 of them, so it's not like it's, <laughs> yeah, I know. They you know, all kind of bleed together. At it's this not point, like honestly. it's when I was six years old and excited about it, you know, mm -hmm. um, but I've had worse birthdays, so I can't complain, you know? Um, and I just feel like February is a good birthday month in my family too. Cause my nieces was the 13th. My nephews is the third. My dad's is the 24th. Like I just have a whole lot of people in February, you know? Right. Um, and so isn't that funny though, that I just, I really do. I really do appreciate when God shows you something and you know, it's from him. You know what I mean? I, after I'm June, I'm getting, sorry, hold on one second. Yeah, is it a the, uh, our crack, our, Yeah, our crack staff is, we got to go to break. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh -oh. I said, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Cause then I start to taste them. I say, <laughs> and then I start to smell them. So it's like a smell that tastes like other. So I knew something was wrong. I knew something special about it, you know. So. So what did you do when you heard the intruder? I ran upstairs. I had to run, and I had to do what that little girl. What's that little girl? Uh, in the Holocaust, she had a uh, she was Anne Hathaway, Frank, Frank and Beverly, and Frank. That's a hiding bitch, ain't it? I had to get up the stairs. So he had so much rhythm. When he was walking up the stairs, he said, doom, doom, doom. Bitch, I started to almost beatbox up in the closet. Oh, boom, boom, boom. Sorry. Dude, I think oh, I taught gosh. that kid in 2013. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, sorry, that was breaking news, guys. Oh, man. I didn't Bill Donahue's here. <clears throat> and he says beef, whatever, bourguignon, what did you call it? Uh, beef bourguignon. It's like a French name. That and is great. So that's why we made the French bread with it and everything. Um, it was it was delicious. I have leftovers in the fridge right now. We made way too much because, um, you know, it, part of it was part of it was cooking on the stove and the rest of it was cooking it in the slow cooker. You know, so we had like a whole bunch of that we made and it was just the three of us eating. So we had like a ton left over. We even gave half of it away to Jeff's brother because oh, I said his name. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Twice. So to somebody's brother. Um, so like when when she left the house, um, she took half of it with her because his brother couldn't make it. So uh, to because we were just hanging out at the house celebrating and everything. Uh, his birthday and um and it was nice and peaceful and um I always like it when she oh do you know what we did too this is a weird thing to do but my refrigerator we we got a new refrigerator about a year ago and it opens you know from the right like you 
like the handles on the left and you open it towards the right. Right. Well, the way it's positioned in my kitchen, it was opening out towards the stove. Right. And my mother-in-law came over <laughs> and yesterday she's like, oh no, this is not happening. We got to fix this. Right. <laughs> so we took my refrigerator apart <laughs> and we moved it to where the handle was on the other side so that when it opened, it didn't open into the stove, you know? And it's a thing that I never even thought to do, but man, has it changed my life. <laughs> just oh man. It's just the not having this not having yeah. the refrigerator like open onto you while you're trying to cook something you know like, but the the only problem every time i've had to change the swing of the door it seems uh -huh. like it never closes the right right like you have to make all these little adjustments to get it work right did yours like close perfectly the first time you did it uh, i think we i think we did it okay well, you yeah, guys but, nailed it then all right yeah cool. well but it took a while like we had to search through several <laughs> different tools and like it, it we thought it would be like a quick thing, but it wasn't really a quick thing. And of course, once we got the door off, I'm like, well, let me clean this and clean that and clean, uh, you know, so we're cleaning everything. And, um, but now I'm, I'm loving it. Like, and, and I don't know about you, but I collect refrigerator magnets anytime I go anywhere. So I had to take all the magnets off the door oh, man. and then wash them all and then put them all back up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Plant like, said you can change it. Plant didn't even know you could change the swing of the door. I didn't yeah, either until she told me. That mm -hmm. freaked me out. I was yeah. like, really? I can move mm -hmm. this around? Like, it was such a simple thing that I just never thought to do. It, it's funny how stuff like that happens. But, you it's know, a they, huge convenience for sure. When you can you learn you, things from like, the wiser, older people. So, oh, Gina, yeah, yeah. you're older than me. So you you knew that. I didn't know that. I did know that. Yeah. Oh, I well, do. Being in construction and all that stuff, yeah, and installing appliances, appliances and all that, I've had to change the doors a million times, and they're just a yeah. pain. Well, I love double doors fridge because you don't have to change the swing on those. <laughs> those are they yeah. go in and everybody's happy. But if it's a single door, yeah, it's kind of yeah. Almost every also, time my it ends my up freezer's on like side. on the bottom. You know, I like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's nice. The yeah, the rollout drawer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are nice. Real nice. All right. Well, June, we're at uh, two out. Man, how did two hours and 16 minutes already go by? Okay. I think it's time for dad jokes. Now, June, you want to show that book again to the, to the folks out there? Yes. This is okay, where so this is she, the book I she... got. Dad jokes has a little mustache on it. I call this the Tim Tracker mustache because that's one of the vloggers that I used to follow on YouTube. And it's the good, the bad, the terrible. So some of that these are mustache... terrible. Wait a minute, June. I think you that mustache, mustache matches. Doesn't it match uh, the holy note guy? Let's look. It's a beautiful day. Got my Bible. I'm ready to go. Friendly reminder oh, wait, wait, that wait, wait. this is God. Day, I got my Bible. Oh, I'm yeah. ready to hear the word. Yeah, my look at that. Always tell me they better miss you. Yeah, it looks kind of. Man, that lady is. That lady's cracking me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, oh, so man. let's. Let's do this. Um, all right. So, okay. June, I think you know God, the rules. Give Five me some minutes. Funny yes. Ones. Okay. I'm opening it. <laughs> but technically, is there really any funny dad jokes? I don't know. I mean, I think of. they're funny. But then again, I have some a weird sense of humor. So. Yeah. I think it's it's funny. Like when you get done with them, that's when you're like, gosh, they're so stupid. They're funny. Like you you almost have to laugh. They're annoying. Yeah. Now, are like we cringy, not supposed to laugh? Funny. Are we trying eh, not to I laugh? Don't care. We, me and okay. Michael tried to do that at the beginning, but I always laugh, so I, I look stupid when I try not to. So just whatever. Where, wherever you feel the vibe, just go with the vibe. 
So All right. we're going to play some, we'll play some, uh, first we'll play the intro that Michael made. <clears throat> then we'll get the timer up there. It's five minutes. Usually in five minutes, we can get about 12 to 15 jokes. It seems like a piece. Well, I got a whole so, book here. So you got a whole book. So we should we'll see how good, good they are. All right. So let's go with their intro and then we will uh, jump in. Over there, that pig, and I found a cup of salt on the elephant. I'm Mike. Hi. <laughs> Data laughing is the best. I am not a Star Trek guy. So, like, I know who Dad is or Data, whatever they call him. But um, I just never really got into the Star Trek thing. I was always a Star Wars guy growing up. Um, but when Mike like was like, hey, I'm making this intro. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't really understand... Like is is that how he is in the show all the time? Is he kind of like clueless or something? No, he's he's an android, so like he he does he doesn't feel emotion. So like they installed like an emotion chip or something in him, and uh, he started feeling emotions and stuff. And it was like a, it was kind of a neat thing to to watch. <laughs> all right, that makes sense then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I never really. I don't, I don't know. I never got into. It. I don't know why I didn't like Star Trek. My dad loved Star Trek. Well, I. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have watched it either if my husband wasn't such a big sci-fi fan. Like, I mean, I've seen so much sci-fi throughout the years, um, and now I like it. Yeah. Like, I own the Voyager series, the Star Trek Voyager series. Yeah. Captain Janeway, the the captain that's a female, she's th those were good. Those were fun to watch. Um, yeah, there's some good things. That, I mean, when they put Stacy, oh, what's her name, the Georgia girl that didn't win governor. Who I'm trying to forget. Oh, Stacey Abrams. Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Yeah. When they put her on there on one of the end of their newer episodes, I was like, oh gosh. Wait, the, and they, they just did? turned me off of Star Trek. They put um, Stacey Abrams on Star Trek. She she on one of the newer Star Trek, she played like the president of something. And um oh, I'm gosh. I'm thinking I really thought that they were grooming her to be president. Like seriously, I thought they oh, wanted yeah. her to be Georgia governor, and then they wanted her to be yeah, president. They did, and they yeah. put a lot of money into that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bill said, uh, "Thank God for the intro." I always thought Gina was saying bad jokes. <laughs> I don't know if oh. he's joking or. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay, you want to go first, or should I, I go first? Okay. Well, wait before we go there, Gina. Okay. Have you noticed I haven't said a certain three-letter word today, this God? whole time? Well, we've used that, but there's another Dad? one. Dad. You make. June has ruined me forever for one particular oh, car. word in English. <laughs> it's it's become you know a running joke like, with Sylvia. Okay, I'm not making fun of you, Gino. It's just, you know, I have, I, I'm i in the South, so I'm hearing y'all and all these things all the day long. And when I hear Midwestern accents, it's the mm -hmm. same when I listen to Neo talk. I like it. You guys think I'm making fun of you, but no, I actually like it. That movie, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, when when the when the lady's in the office and she's like, he's a righteous dude. That's that that's that right. accent that I just adore. So like you always think I'm making fun of you, but I'm really not. I'm like, oh, he's saying car. Well, now I say vehicle or auto <laughs> to avoid it. 
Wheels. Oh my gosh. Get your wheels. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. All right. Enough of that. It's time. Right. It's time to get serious. Now, Let's some blend of these jokes up. I've already used. Let's dab I, it's it been up. a couple. It's been a couple weeks, so I think I'm gonna just kind of go back over a few of them. So I'll start right there. Okay, I am ready. We got five minutes. You're gonna start. Okay. I just on read one, right? Okay. Get set. Go. Okay. A skunk was arrested for counterfeiting. Apparently, he gave out bad scents. Makes sense. What did the right eye say to the left eye? Between you and me, something smells. Did you hear the authorities found out that counterfeited during German currency? They were question marks. A perfectionist walks into a bar. Apparently, the bar wasn't high enough. How else do you double your money? Look at it in a mirror. To the person that stole my dictionary, I have no words. What kind of hair do oceans have? Wavy. My wife dated a clown before she married me. I have some pretty big shoes to fill, June. I have a hard time trusting trees, Gino. They seem kind of shady. I don't mean to brag, but cashiers are always checking me out. How many apples grow on a tree? All of them. My mom just found out that I replaced her bed with a trampoline. She hit the roof. Man, that sounds like fun. What's the scariest <laughs> plant in the forest? Bamboo. I have a good friend that lives in Central USA. She's in a constant state of misery. Why did the electrician close early on Mondays? Because business was very light. What happened when... Oh, this is a perfect joke for a math teacher. What happened uh -oh. when 19 got in a fight with 20? 21. <laughs> 21. 21, the number 21. Oh, 21. Okay. <laughs> I thought... <laughs> You it wasn't. Up talking. It wasn't addition. <laughs> okay. Uh, what do you call a clever monster? I don't know. Oh, a Frank. <laughs> a Frank and Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> geology rocks, but geography is where it's at. Why don't skeletons ever go trick or treating? Because they have no body to go with. I've combined a laxative with alphabet soup. I call it letter rip. <laughs> I used to be a member of the secret cooking society, but they kicked me out for spilling the beans. My wife recently threatened to leave me because of my filthy habits. I was so shocked, I almost choked on my toenails. <laughs> You're a vegetarian? I think that's a missed steak. Why did the non-binary prospector head to the West? Oh, God. Because there was gold in them there hills. <laughs> uh, I try to be cheesy when I make jokes, but everyone I know is lactose intolerant. I was on a diabetes website and it asked if I wanted to accept cookies. Is that a trick question? <laughs> what birds are found in Portugal? 
Portuguese. <laughs> my wife accuses me of stealing her thesaurus. I'm sorry, my wife accused me of stealing her thesaurus. Not only was I shocked, I was aghast and dismayed. <laughs> How do bartenders surf the web on the Genternet? My wife asked me if I'm ever gonna if I've ever seen the dog bowl. I said, I never knew he did. I'm not happy being a glue salesman, but I stick with it. What's the best thing about Switzerland? I don't know, but the flag is a plus. I know an archaeologist who had to change professions. Her career is in ruins. <laughs> My dentist pulled out the wrong tooth. He said it was accidental. <laughs> what did the mother ghost say to the baby ghost? Spook when you're spooking to. Why did the farmer ride his horse to town? Because it was too heavy to carry. When do ghosts play tricks on each other? On April Ghoul's Day. Why couldn't the bicycle stand up? Because it was too tired. What's the longest word in the English language? Smiles because there is a mile between the first and last letters. Makes sense. I don't trust stairs. They're always up to something. All right. We went over, but go what? ahead. One more, one more. We'll do oh, one more okay. each. okay. Um, what do shoes do, wait, what shoes do linguists wear? Converse. <laughs> All right, I gotta scroll up because I ran out. What part of the computer <laughs> never stops working? The keyboard. It has two shifts. Sweet. Yay! <laughs> yeah, you did it. You did it. Did the dad joke? Oh my gosh. Was the music I, too loud? I can guys? die happy now, Gino. I can I can totally die happy now. <laughs> I'm able to do dad have, jokes. It could all end tomorrow and you'd be okay now. Oh, wait till I start telling my homeroom these tomorrow or day after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're either gonna be their favorite teacher or <laughs> they're never coming back they're gonna hate them <laughs> exactly. okay you have oh to listen gosh. to these class or else there's no recess okay ears open <laughs> here we go <laughs> bad joke time oh my gosh you know what i wanted to i played this what two weeks ago when ron and neil were on and i wanted you to see it i'm not gonna play the whole video it's like two minutes but i'll play like just 30 seconds because i thought you would appreciate that appreciate this you remember the uh, band uh radiohead yeah right I'm a it, special yeah, yeah special yeah, or whatever yeah. it's called creep or whatever okay yeah so this is <laughs> i saw this on tiktok just like an angel <laughs> skin makes me cry <laughs> float like a feather <laughs> what is that a crepe yeah what? Oh yeah, I'm a crepe. I wish I was special. So fucking special. Oops. I didn't know that was in there. We've all heard this song a million times, but man, that's yeah. hilarious. I've got to go get me a pack of juice. I could, I could do that with some eggs. Are you talking? You're, I think you're...
gossip five times. That is a new record, Mike. Uh, no, it's because I'm here. I'm, like, I'm telling you, I do it too. It must all the be. Time. It must be. It's contagious. <laughs> Rubbing off on you. Plant liked it. Plant, you like them crepes? Yeah. Are yeah. you a crepe? <laughs> I'm a crepe. <laughs> uh, I love that. Well, uh, June, how long do you want to stick around? It's up to you. You want to go a little longer? You want to end it? I don't really care. It's all in your hands. <laughs> I've got nothing cooking right now. So. Um, I can stick around. Um, I just got to watch how loud I am because my husband does have to work. So he's in the other room. Right. Um, and he's got the door closed and everything. But right. um, but I have to just watch my volume because I'm a really mm -hmm. loud person. Am I muted? No, you're good. You're good. Oh, she's talking about you, I think, or something. Yeah. She, you're not <laughs> muted, though. I no, can hear I you. But I was. That's it's 15 seconds um, behind. Yeah, my here's here's my plan for tomorrow. I got to go to the tag office. I have to call a whole bunch of tree people because I have some trees that need cutting down. Um, I got to do a little bit of housework and stuff. I was going to work on a future show that I'm doing. Uh, and then I want to spend some time with God. Mm -hmm. So I have an easy day tomorrow. You know? That is, well, I also got to make dinner and stuff. Like... <laughs> Sounds the rather, usual stuff. Uh, not, not much uh, going on there. I, I don't have much going on either, to be honest. I'm waiting on some drywall guys to finish some stuff for me, and then I got to continue this job I'm doing. But I've been trying to find a house to flip, and there's nothing to flip. And then the guy that's supposed to give me the money to, to flip the house, he's, I don't want to say he screwed me over, but he's kind of like coming and going. Like and I'm, I don't even yeah. know if I should trust this guy, but uh, my normal investors are out for a while, so I've been kind of searching oh no can you hear my That's... son he's he's playing the oculus he's so loud i can hear him through my do you know headphones. what i did on on my husband's oculus is i rode some roller coasters on there oh that would be cool yeah there's there's some apps you can ride some of the roller coasters and stuff and um you know to be honest he's played with it a lot but i've only played with it a little and just a little bit that i was able to play on there um it's easy to get motion sickness on that thing for sure it really is because like when you're on the coaster in real life you can feel the g's you can feel yourself rise out of your seat and stuff like that but when you're just watching it on the on the video you're not really feeling what it's like you know so i can imagine it because i've been there and i've rode a lot of these coasters you know but the people who aren't used to feeling what it's like on a coaster they're not getting the full experience but what I under what I like about it is you can turn around and see the person behind you and the coaster car behind you. You know, you can see the people on the ground. Like you're you're looking around like it's real. You know, I did Dumb. the Oculus when he we have two of them now because his other one the, the controller's broken. It was cheaper to mm -hmm. buy a whole new Oculus rather than the stupid controllers. How that makes sense, I have no idea. So anyway, it's a money making thing. I'm yeah, sure. Now he's got two of them, but. The uh, the first time he got it, I put it on for about five minutes. I'm like, yeah, that's the last time I'm ever doing that. Like, gave me a headache. I was disoriented. <laughs> like, yeah. That's when you know you're old. Like, I used to love that stuff when I was young. <laughs> like, roller coasters, you talk about roller coasters. June, I loved roller coasters. Like, that was my thing. That was my jam. If I It was? To, oh, man. I, I didn't. Went to, oh, I, I went on everything. There was everything. one roller coaster that didn't go upside down at Six Flags that I liked. but the, But it was only because it was... Like it was more of a kiddie kind of coaster. It mm -hmm. wasn't like a, you know, like a thrilling coaster. Uh, but every ride scared me. And even that one did. I would always pray before I get on a ride. I still do that. Um, but I feel like with me now with the coasters, it's more of just another way that I'm actively trying to make myself have joy. Like 
yes, I know that God loves me and that gives me joy in my heart, but like, I mean like happiness kind of mm -hmm. thing, you know? Um, and I can't tell you how many times I've been on a coaster and felt like God was there with me. Like I felt like I was like, God wanted me to have fun, mm -hmm. you know? And that's hard for me because I have this pattern in my life where whenever I try to do things for myself, this is something I struggle with big time. When I try to do something for myself and things start going the right way, something shifts and they, it ends up in disaster. Same thing happened right before I took that vaccine. I was in the health. I was the healthiest I'd been going to the gym. I felt great. You know, I had high hopes. Um, and then I took that vaccine. So like, I, I, it's almost like I, I'm reserved about trying to give myself happiness because I don't want anything bad to happen. I know that's weird, mm -hmm. but that's something I struggle with. That's like a I personal struggle of mine. So, June, um, do you think there's going to be roller coasters in heaven? I don't know. Maybe. I think um, if I mean, there might be something even better than a roller coaster. <laughs> Heaven, you know? <laughs> the coolest thing is like it could be like the highest roller coaster ever and it wouldn't matter like you have no fear in heaven right like it like how i guess yeah there i don't know if there's like um because if you're i mean if we're able to fly we won't really need a roller coaster we could just maybe, fly around if, yeah for if, if we're in our spirit like full spirit body right like a yeah. resurrected body then yeah we're gonna be able to do things we can't do now so it might not be yeah. as fun because there'll be other things like like we'll be able to explore like god's universe or something and just be yeah. from one end of the universe to the other and like a i watched a japanimation film and i could not tell you the name of it now but this is like when i was a teenager <laughs> i watched a, a film once where these this this boy and this girl on in the cartoon went into their spirit bodies or something and they somehow merged and were able to understand each other's spirits intimately it's it wasn't like they were making love but it was like but it was like oh i get you now kind of thing you know I what was, i mean i was gonna say i think that's called procreation <laughs> <laughs> it sounds dirty but no it's like their spirits just intertwined and then they were like okay i understand you so intimately now because i know what your spirit's like and um, I kind of think that heaven might be like that where we can just understand each other better, you know, like everything will be out in the open. Like whatever we are is out there. It's going to be odd. Like, okay. Like having communication with no pauses, no ums, no, um, like trying to dig for a word. Like, I'm bad about that, that. Me too. But in heaven, it's going to be like perfect communication mentally it could probably be orally both i don't know whatever mm -hmm. but you'll never have that weird awkwardness of like forgetting a word or you know stuttering or mm -hmm. you know i don't know or an um or but or a if you're canadian <laughs> canadian but yeah uh, that alone will be hard to get used to mm -hmm. i think perfect like but if I it's know heaven like it'll be easy that have, people that have supposedly went there and i don't believe all those stories there's a lot of stuff that's not real but the ones that i think are yeah. legit They've said that that is the one thing they noticed. Like it was just like per the, the the perfect communication in understanding the other person at a level you never understood them here, where it wasn't mm -hmm. just this thing of like, like we can be very critical of people. Like like they could be talking and you're like thinking like, yeah, I wonder what they really yeah. mean by that, you know? Like, but up there there was none of that. There was just like this. You knew it was pure conversation and love, and mm -hmm. and it was just like I don't know. Like you can't even imagine that. Yeah, it will be hard to, to understand, like, I, I think it is hard for us to comprehend what it's like to not have fear 
to not have tears, to not have all of that going on, you know? Um, and I know what that, okay. I, I like to think of it like my experience that I had when, um, I was changed forever by the experience I had with God. Um, when I felt God and people call it the Holy spirit, um, it was so peaceful, loving, and good that it made me afraid of it a little bit because I'd never, I didn't know that existed. Just pure love. Um, you, you don't experience that on earth. You don't. And like you experience love from people, but it's not the same as what I felt like a moment with God that changed my life forever. It was a moment. It was, I don't know, 30 seconds. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was, it was not very long, but it was enough for me to, to instantly know he's real. He loves me. Um, and I tried so hard to get back there. I tried because it was like, I was getting closer to God. And the second I was afraid of him, boom, I was going the opposite direction i i you oh my gosh i know exactly you know what, what i mean you, i know because i and i was trying thing. to get back there i was like no don't mm -hmm. go away don't go away <laughs> and i couldn't and i'm like yeah. god did that for me because i needed that i think and um mm -hmm. and uh i I've, I've never felt it since but i know it was real i wasn't on drugs or anything mm -hmm. weird like that you know like um it was um it was real and uh, I, I, I feel like heaven's going to be like that, you know, where it's going to be so good at first. We're going to be like, you know, almost afraid of it because it seems unreal. You know, I don't know. It seems I, like impossible. I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, I've told my testimony many times with Julie's back getting healed. And I, that was the same thing that happened to me when he first, when I, when I, cause I grew up Catholic. I didn't know you could talk to God. I didn't know he cared about me. Mm -hmm. Like, and so when I was sitting in a chair and all of a sudden he's i freeze and i can't move and i'm feeling electricity mm -hmm. go through my body and i'm like what is going on i thought i was dying and um but then it turned into this like liquid love that i just like, yes. could not explain and it was like he knew. i saw the vision too oh. like i saw the oh, light that's cool i saw you know, glory like it... there was glory but i didn't see him um i saw his like, well, like cl what cloudy i, saw I guess was... <laughs> whatever you want to call yeah. it yeah mm -hmm. what i saw was the light in the sky and the stronger the feeling got, the light got brighter and brighter. And then I got to a point where I could see a silhouette in the light. Like I could see a figure, but I couldn't quite make out the figure, but, um, I saw a figure, but the feeling is what was the most intense. Um, that, I mean, and you know, I've talked to, and, and honestly, when you grow up thinking you're crazy and then something like that happens to you, it just solidifies the fact that you're crazy, right? You're like, okay, I just experienced something crazy. Um, so maybe I am crazy, you know, <laughs> but when you feel love like that, that, that's not something you make up in your head. That's something that came from somewhere else and entered you and, and you felt it, you know, and um, it was, it was beautiful. And I can't like, I can't explain like we are so lucky to have had that experience because you know, that verse that they always say, those who haven't seen God, blessed be them. I'm sure you probably know the verse or whatever. 
<laughs> I'm saying it wrong, but yeah, blessed well, be the ones who haven't seen God and yet still that's believe. That's when Thomas, yeah, Thomas had to touch the wounds. Yeah. And then Jesus says, blessed are you, Thomas, that you got to do this, but blessed are those more that haven't seen and believe. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was, I, I got to see a vision of a light and feel the Holy Spirit. And it was enough to change my thinking forever to, to the point where I don't care if people think I'm crazy. I'm like, God overpowers anything anybody on this planet could do, you know? So um, I'll die thinking that God was helping when, me. When you, you know, experience it, you never forget it. It's so amazing. Yeah. Like I, It took me like that really is what ignited my faith because i was still like searching for him i was like well, are you real i don't get this i don't understand he healed your wife i know like, it's crazy it's still crazy to this day do you know like, how many times i prayed that things would happen that didn't happen mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> me too <laughs> sometimes he heals well, sometimes he doesn't i don't know why. yeah it's again it's his sovereignty right it's his own divine providence and sometimes like i think the biggest thing that maybe we don't understand is because he does some things because if he does them, it'll affect, it's always about the greater good with God, right? It's not just about one mm -hmm. specific thing. I mean, I guess it could be, but most of the time it's a, it's the greater good. So like there's ripples, the butterfly effect, like these things go out. Like we don't know, like, okay, I think about the Holocaust, like that's a horrible, horrible thing in our history. Yeah. Right. But you're like, God, you could have like, why did you allow that? Like 11 million people died in World War II at least. And, you know, mm -hmm. 6 million Jews were gassed and all this. Stuff. And they're like, but then you're like, what some good did come out of World War II? I mean, it sounds ridiculous. I mean, that 11 million people. Had, but for some yeah. reason, there was a greater good that came out of that. Like there's lots of things that went. The gospel like blew up after that for sure. And it does seem like there's this thing when there's suffering, human suffering, that's when the greatest revivals come next because mm -hmm. that brings them back to God. It's a shame that it has to get to that level, that depravity has to get yeah. so bad that people just, you know, it's evil upon evil. Every thought and every imagination is evil. And then all of a sudden bad thing happens and people wake back up. And I mean, that's where I think we're heading to be honest. Like I think that's coming. Um, but it's, it's cool when he touches you, like when, when you actually experience him, in a way, when I heard his voice, like like this, like it's just you can't explain that voice, and it was very like I got. What tell did you, the voice me, sound like? I can't explain it. I don't even. Oh, know that's to, true. You just like, said. You I mean, it's it was like it was like we're talking. Like it was crystal clear. There was no doubt in my mind, and it wasn't like you know a test the spirits. The Bible says, test. "I trust me." Like this was, my dog was sleeping right next to my feet, and he did not hear it, and it was loud. Like to me, oh, it sounded like dog. it was a command. It was like. Like I heard him say, touch your wife's back. Like it was, a, it was very yeah. like straightforward. And I was like, whoa, who said that? And I'm looking around and my dog's sleeping. My, you know, everybody else is upstairs sleeping in our mm -hmm. old house. No one heard anything except me. So I'm like, okay, I've literally lost my mind now. Like I'm crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever. I mean, I've told this a million times, but I, later on, he says it again. No, I, it's yeah. a, it's a so, wonderful story. And the yeah. fact that she felt that too. And the next day was like, thanks for putting the heating pad on my back or something <laughs> right, like that. Exactly. Yeah. And you it were like, crazy. I didn't do that. <laughs> it was, it was the weirdest thing. I'm not joking. Like I remember going to work that day That's and I'm crazy. thinking, okay, I, cause I was going really through some bad stuff back then. And I just went to work and I'm like, okay, I have literally lost my mind. Like, I think I've had a nervous breakdown. Like mm -hmm. everything's falling apart. I'm looking for God. I don't get this. And then 
And then that happens. And then I go home and she's healed. And she's like, it was like, I, it was so surreal. Like even to think about it now, like that was in what, 2003. So, you know, 21 years ago, I can't believe it's that long, but 21 years ago that happened. And I just remember like thinking, who is this God? Because I learned a different God when I grew up mm -hmm. in the Catholic church. This is not the God. And then, you know, you start reading the Bible. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. This makes sense now. Like I could see why he would heal somebody. And, um, but yeah, I was, there's... I was nobody. Like I was like, literally like had no knowledge of him. I didn't, you know, I knew a couple passages maybe in the Bible, like nothing. I wasn't like yeah. super religious and, you know, I was going to Bible school and <laughs> it was just, for some reason, I feel like certain passages affect people differently too. Like, um, like, you know, the, like my favorite verse is make a joyful noise into the Lord. You know, that one, um, I was, I was just talking about that with my uh, mother-in-law over the weekend because she's, she used to go to Catholic churches. She doesn't anymore, but she does like a Bible study with her friends and stuff where she lives. Um, she lives about four hours south of us here in Georgia. And she um, was talking about that. And she's like, and I was telling her, I was like, how do, how do Catholics think that like by saying Hail Mary 50 times that somehow that's going to change anything? You know, like I don't understand Catholic faith. And I know that a lot of people have the Catholic faith and they're proud of it. Like a, almost like a heritage kind of thing. Um, but to me, it's, it's, it's like, you're, you're enforcing that whole religion of works thing instead of understanding that God loves you. And by loving God, you're going to want to do good things like being forced to do good things. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't know, maybe there is a purpose for it and I just don't understand it. But, um, but I just feel like, you know, saying like chanting something over and over and that's going to change how God feels about you. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem like it makes sense. Like if you're praying to God, talk to God. You know, don't just say something silly over and over again. But maybe there is a reason for it. and I just don't get it. Do you understand what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. And you're, you're forcing me to do this again, June. So, okay, here we uh -oh. go. Uh-oh. <laughs> the disclaimer. <laughs> here it goes. Second time in the show. Because I don't, I don't understand, like, I don't know. I, I guess it's because it is hard to do the right thing all the time. It really is. Like, mm -hmm. we all make mistakes. Um, and that's hard enough. So why add to that? Why, why make somebody... Well... Let me, you know. I'll, I'll tell you why, because religion always does that. And I don't care if it's Catholic doctrine or Taoism, yeah. Buddhism works is just in our nature and man can control other people when they, uh, when it's religious and it's not about God. The real God is about mercy, love, grace, right? All these mm -hmm. things that are unmerited favor, things that we didn't deserve. He freely gave to us through his son. But in like growing up Catholic, this is, I was I was always basically told like God's got this hammer and he's ready to hit you over the head because he's mad at you all the time. Like that's basically what you're like. They don't say that, but that's what you learned growing up. Like it's this yeah. thing of he's very distant from you. Um, it's not a relationship. It's this thing of, of a stern father and do all this, powerful. do this. Yes. Make yeah. sure you're saying your Hail Marys and our fathers and all this stuff. Okay. And this is not to disparage anybody. If anybody's watching, we got quite a few people on Rumble. 
uh, over there. So if, if anybody's oh, Catholic, okay. I'm hey, not Rumble. trying to, this is not, yeah, we're not trying to disparage anybody. Okay. Like, yeah. I mean, I have people who is, are, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't want to judge. It's not like I'm me, being judgy either. You know, let me just finish this thought. Cause I don't want mm -hmm. people to think I'm saying something I'm not. Okay. So what I'm saying is, um, as a Catholic, I, I can relate. I was there. I get it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that somebody is that is Catholic right now is not can't be saved or isn't saved. That is not what I'm saying. Okay. So what I am saying is this. It is important to know at some point in your walk that he did it for you and you can't add anything to it. You can't make it better by doing yeah. good works or giving up something for Lent or any of this stuff. That's that's never going to earn favor with him. What he asks from us is, is uh, faith, obviously. Faith pleases God. That's it. And he asks to be obedient once you understand what he's called you to do. And so mm -hmm. for it's it's not this thing. And of to he's love got one to another. Love one another as you love yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And he doesn't have a tally, like a little chalkboard up keeping tally marks in heaven. It's it's this thing of once you're un, under his covering, the blood of Jesus Christ, like there's nothing more freeing and giving. Nothing has given me more liberty ever than understanding that and him changing mm -hmm. me from the inside out i'm a work in progress i mean tell trust me like you know i'm i've got lots of things i have to work on but i understand that working on them isn't making me better with him it's because i desire yeah. to be better for him and to yes. do what he's called me to do like there's a difference in that you know is that yeah i don't know that, yeah anything or that's kind of yeah that's exactly what i'm saying because mm -hmm. i just i struggle with some family members that have trouble believing that God is active in our lives, that God um, has relationships with us like that. Mm -hmm. um, there's people in my life that I care about a lot. I've lost friends in the last few years. I mean, 20 year old, like friendships because of my faith. And um, I don't like, I don't understand how people can like, I don't know, like they believe that God is real, that God's this universal thing that created all of us, but they can't believe that he's powerful enough to have a relationship with us too. Like, I don't, I don't get that mentality, but that's how they feel. They feel like God's this universal thing. That's a, like a force, like in star Wars, you know, <laughs> and it's not like something that we can intimately connect with. And um, and I think that's a huge barrier for them because they don't, I, I find joy in my relationship with God and I see people who struggle with their life. And whenever I try to help them get closer to God, it's immediately God doesn't work that way kind of thing. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard because I'm not gifted. Like you, you say, you know, we have our gifts and talents and everything. And even though I'm a teacher and I know how to teach math pretty well, um, I, I don't feel that I'm that great at convincing people of things. <laughs> <laughs> convincing like, of how to do a math like, problem or in general, <laughs> like, like, like convincing them how to do a math problem is easy okay. because it's pretty straightforward, but like, like convincing people that like exp explaining to other people how I feel about God and and 
how it's real and all these things. Like there's people who are gifted with <clears throat> helping people come to that realization, I guess. And I'm, I have tried so many times to plant seeds with people and, um, and pray on it and say, you know, God, please help so-and-so find you. And, and it, and it doesn't tend to work. <laughs> so, um, that's well, a struggle for me. But here's know. the thing. No, no man has ever gotten anybody saved. So that, Oh, I don't think I'm saving anybody. I just, but when you love somebody and you want to share your joy with, with people and they don't understand where it comes from, you know, but, but here's the thing. How do you know? And again, this goes back to the unseen thing here. If you're just being obedient and you're living out your faith before them, that's one thing that's um, your fruits are showing to other people. So that's a, that's a testament to what God has done in your own life. But then also on top of it, if you're, you know, telling them about God or comforting them with, you know, some words of scripture or, or whatever, yeah, um, with, with your way of doing it, it doesn't have to be like, I'm quoting Isaiah 53, four and it's, you know, like that's not, yeah. it's being real with people and just saying, Hey, this is how he's affected me. This is my testimony, mm -hmm. take it or leave it. But this is what he's done for me. And I think he can help you. Like it's just communicating with people and you're planting seeds that way. And then the Bible yeah. says, you know, someone else comes along and waters and then God gives the increase. So it's, we're all, I think we're I need be to shot. pray for the waterer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you are the waterer. Maybe somebody already planted the seed and you were the water. Well, we are Aquarius. <laughs> There's supposed to be water bearers, <laughs> that's, right? That's true. <laughs> so here's the thing though. So I think when we, when we get to meet the Lord and he says, well done, good and faithful servant. And, and our works go with us. The works that have been in obedience to what he's called us to do, not works that have earned us favor with him. I think you're going to see all of that. You're going to see all the people that you impacted with maybe a, an encouraging word, or maybe it was a hug, or maybe, you know, it was a shaking somebody's hand or, Hey, can I help? Or all of those things go before us. And it's not because we, we were trying to do it in our own good goodness because we don't have our own goodness we use, we have his goodness in us working through us mm -hmm. and so you probably june mm -hmm. i know you i know you're the person you are and i've said it a million times in all these streams and i mean it you are the the, the most genuine person on foxhole <laughs> i'm sorry bar none like you you have always laid it you're you're an open Whoa. book <laughs> and, and so that's what i've always appreciated about you and so just the fact that you're even questioning that makes me know that you've already planted all kinds of seeds all over the place. Like, I just know it. Like, and you're just, you know, you, you don't see the fruit of it yet, maybe, or you don't see them sprouting. Yeah. And that is discouraging sometimes. Yeah. Well, also when you see, you know, specific loved ones suffer, like my mother tells me this story um, about my grandmother, my, my father's mother. Um, and, you know, my father's dad was the one that was very abusive, you know, um, she said that my mother said that she uh, visited my dad's mom on her deathbed. And even on her deathbed, she had so much hatred towards her husband. And she was just filled with so much anger and hatred on her deathbed. Um, and it makes me sad that that she didn't pass with some kind of like godly joy in her heart 
that she did well because she had nine children and she did the best she could i'm sure i mean they were poor you know um and there was a lot of issues and problems and uh and that's what happens when you grow up with an abusive dad you know but his story was probably just as bad you know so um so it just makes me sad that that that's where my dad came from and you know and his mental illness is still with him you know um he's he's much better like than he used to be but he still has his moments and it's um but when you love someone and you want them to um to find god because you know god can help them and they don't seek him they're never gonna find him you know so i think that's what i'm gonna pray for in the future is that the people i love who don't know god well will find a way to seek him you know i think all of us can relate to that because let's face it i mean the numbers are slanted in the enemy's camp when it comes to people that are not going to be joining those of us that have given our lives to him I mean, the, the Bible says the way is broad to hell and narrow to heaven. And that's not a pe popular statement. And people don't like to hear that. But it's truth is truth. And the fact of the matter is most of the people we know in our lives may never give their lives to him, which is very, that saddens me tremendously. I mean, honestly, it does. Like knowing friends that are good people, I mean, they're not out killing and murdering and doing all these things, but but, yeah. they, but they're still living in their sinful, you know, hearts and it's that needs we need to be delivered from that and it is sad that's very sad but i think for those people those like you said you just pray like you're just like lord open their hearts like you know you can do mm -hmm. it and he wants them say he wants them to come i just have to be patient i had a whole stream on patience and i am just not being patient enough <laughs> you, you hypocrite <laughs> i know <laughs> you sound like sly park because she said things like that to me <laughs> she's like <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, you were just talking about this. I'm like, yeah, I need to walk what I preach or whatever. What is that saying? Yeah, practice you what you preach. Practice what you preach, yeah. Not that I'm a preacher or anything. But. No, not, but but listen, we're all like that. All of us, it's so funny. Like, there's been times, I June, you know what held me back the most from not moving and going into the things that I knew God was calling me to do? The number one thing was I, I kept telling him, but Lord, I'm a hypocrite. If I teach about that stuff that you want me to teach about, I might be doing some of that stuff. Yeah. And, it, and yeah. I, that was my excuse for years, probably two or three years. Yeah. And then I was reading the Bible. I, one day it just like hit me. I'm like, wait a minute. All these guys were hypocrites. <laughs> like everybody in this book is a hypocrite. Like they were, yeah. they were talking one thing and then they would do it. And then they, you know, and, I, and then he, and then it kind of came to me. I felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, Gino, everybody is fallen. I don't have a perfect person on earth. My son was perfect. I've called you to do things. Are you going to do them or aren't you? Like, that's how I, like, then I, I had peace because I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't have to be perfect because I can't. It's impossible. Yeah. I just I just have to be obedient. It'll drive just, you crazy just, trying to be perfect. It will. Yeah. Don't keep <laughs> score. Sure. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It creates a lot of guilt and shame. That's the, the In Catholic a way, though. Doctrines like, do it, that. Yeah. It makes people interesting. I love how Plant Patriot is actually putting plants in your chat. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that was. I thought it was. She's I growing it was stuff. 
I thought it was helicopter hats. <laughs> she, she has the seeds, the sun, the water, and the plants coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that was. She's got such a green thumb. Mm, yeah. But, um, yeah, so you always say these nice things about me, but you're the one out there with five shows or however many shows you've got going on and helping spread awareness about these children and all these things. The yeah, CPS but you're, see, but that that's okay. And thank you. I appreciate that again. But that's not <laughs> I mean, what it's about. you're the one making like real big differences in the world, I think. Like what y'all are doing, you and Sylvia, Daniel. But mm -hmm. but June, I'm going to stop you right there because this is important. Because mm -hmm. that when we compare ourselves to others, say, well, this person's yeah. doing this or that, right? That does nothing because if God's called you to bake cookies and be the best cookie baker you can be, there's no I greater can make reward. A <laughs> yeah, there's no greater reward for me or you or whatever. Like it's like, yeah. or if he's asked you to help the person next door and you obeyed and did that, like he's looking on that as the same as anybody else doing, you know, these greater things, yeah. or whatever. So it's, it's not about that. It's about where is your heart with him? And are you doing what he's telling you to do? That's why I say stay in your lane because yeah. so many people think that, well, if I just go over there and do stay on the that, track, yeah, if I do what that person's doing, track. God will love me more and he'll give me more favor. No, that's not how it works. He doesn't want that. He wants yeah. us in our lane and doing what he's called us to do. And trust me, I was the, I know this because I was on the opposite side before. I didn't understand all this stuff. It took me forever to figure it out. And now I'm still I figuring it. it out too. So I get that for sure. But I do understand it so much more now that I, I talk to people about it. Um, and I think that's the first step too, is just, talking to people about it and and listening to people uh and their you know what they have learned through their experiences and then you just you learn a lot from that um not that we learn everything from that obviously we need to read the bible but um but it does help so like just having these little meetings where we talk about stuff like this is maybe we're helping somebody right now you know you never somebody know. lurking yeah yeah there's lurkers over there in rumble how many we got over there in rumble right now 41 lurkers over there on rumble so 41 Sweet. <laughs> hopefully i mean I, they might be brothers and sisters they might be checking it out for the first time thank you guys yeah. for stopping by we appreciate you if you could that thumbs up would really help if you could click on that because we're trying to get i can do that i'll go over to yeah. your channel and thumb it up but the only thing on rumble <laughs> you have to i think you have to have an account to hit the thumbs up so may, a lot of times you know oh people can people watch you without an account yeah i think so you can just really i didn't even yeah. know that yeah but you, See, if I, you want to add comments or something then you gotta sign up like you i i'm i still feel like i'm a newbie i've been doing this almost two years and i still <laughs> feel like i'm a newbie because i don't have like i just don't have the time okay my thing is like i want things to look nice and everything on the show so like i'll spend a lot of time on finding the background or whatever <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized, wait a minute, <laughs> I don't have all this time, you know. Um, oh, you've got my little emblem on there. My little. Yeah, on the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find a picture of you, but I couldn't get one. And I know yeah, I was going to. I'm going like, to do, hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. I was going to screenshot your um, your face, but then you didn't stream today. Oh, they so don't want to see that. You just had your, your movie plan, so I couldn't do that either. <laughs> Yeah, if you're if you're joining us, Joyful June has joined us as a co-host here on the Blender. My good friend Michael from Texas has moved to a new home. Congratulations to his family. 
Uh, yeah, congratulations on the move. I think, I think he'll be back in two weeks. I think that's what he said. So looking forward to that. I miss him, man. I miss hanging out with my man. He's, he's so like me and Mike, it, the first time I went on his show, it was like I said, D Patty set me up. She's like, hey, you got to go on there and, you know, give your testimony. I'm like, okay, well, I don't even know this guy, but okay. Well, he reached out. He's like, hey, would you want to come on? I said, sure. And like, I knew like right away, like, I just felt like there was a connection. Like, I'm like, okay, Lord, you're connecting us for some reason. And so after we got done with the stream, I'm like, man, we need to talk more. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. And it was June. I'm telling you, like, I, I told him, I says, hey, would you want to do a show together? No, we barely know each other. And he's like. He's like, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, what are we going to talk about? I said, I don't know. <laughs> we'll talk about whatever. <laughs> and so I went to bed and I'm thinking like, what are we going to call this? Like, I don't Isn't know. Isn't that kind of what you did with me? You're like, hey, you want to be on the blender? Sure. Who are we going to talk <laughs> about? Much. Whatever. <laughs> Pretty much. It's like, we'll figure it out. I have yeah. the, God told me I had the gift of gab. So <laughs> that's like. <laughs> well, yeah, I do yeah. too. Yeah. I, I, I talk way too much sometimes. And you know, my biggest issue is saying too much like saying things i shouldn't say at inappropriate moments <laughs> i have to i have to work on that <laughs> yeah, i do that too I, it's hard when you're on a like when you're doing a stream and you're just because i like i'm the same guy here as i am off the screen so it's yeah it's, i do say a lot of things i'm like oh gosh i wonder if i should have really said that or not <laughs> like but i've yeah, always you think been about it way, later so. and you're like i hope nobody heard me do that or hope mm -hmm. <laughs> nobody like, heard me or talk bad fan. about this thing or like, whatever like most of my family Does that say doesn't know. fumble chop yeah <laughs> yeah fumble. oh my gosh uh yeah you are hilarious crumble fumble yeah <laughs> i look I, I i get it i know what he's oh, saying oh two but, rivers is here too like i need to like look at the chat to yeah, see yeah two what's rivers what's up here? bro good to see you raven dropped in raven good to see you it's been a minute somebody dm oh rick roll dm'd me and it said it gave me a place where I can order some ivermectin for $78 for 112 milligram tablets. That's not bad. Yeah, but I wonder. <laughs> Plant said no one talks more than her. I don't know. I've talked on the phone with Plant quite a few times and I've, she knows I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> I think anybody that's streaming can talk. That's why you're streaming. <laughs> like it's yeah, not, yeah. It's not a big secret, I guess. You both have the gift of increasing the laughter. Oh, thanks, Bill. Bill. Bill always has kind words. Bill does good. Every work time too. I see yeah. Bill pop up in a chat, it makes me think of Hawaii. I want to go to Hawaii. I know. So. I know. I'm so jealous. <laughs> Just once, so, wouldn't that be nice to go to so Hawaii? So jealous. By the way, Bill, I hope your back's feeling better. I know um, Neo said that uh, they cracked it the other day and it did what it was supposed to. So that's good news. Praying oh, yeah. for complete healing. Uh, brother he's that actually bill the worst. bill sent me um a dm his his niece was on a podcast and she's doing work with children too and it's a oh. very unique thing she's doing um which i'm very interested in where she's using she felt like god was leading her to using investment properties that her and her husband had and sewing into into like certain ministries with it like using that property to fund some of these things they're interested in oh. doing and helping with and we I'm ought like, to hook her up with father larry that's not a bad idea. Father Larry, though. Oh, that wouldn't help the children, though. It would just help the veterans. But... Veterans, but it, he yeah. can do that same thing. That because she's it's yeah. it's a it's a very it's brilliant, but it's simple. And uh, yeah. so she's. I hopefully I have to email her. So I didn't email her yet, Bill. But I'm going to send her a message probably tomorrow, and uh, hopefully she'll come on and discuss that because I think she had some really great ideas. So mm -hmm. thanks for sharing with that. Sharing that. Yeah. 
like yeah like i mean i just keep thinking like there's so many people in the world if everybody just did one good thing every day the world would change right yeah if everybody just did one good and just made it a part of your day to do one good thing every day naturally the world would would probably change i think i mean that's a theory of mine but i think that has some weight perhaps (laughs) chops you haven't seen my streams (laughs) yeah i want to go watch his replay now because now i'm curious I, I'm, you know, it's funny, like, because some of the people that used to watch, well, when I first got started, they were in our chats and stuff, and now they have channels, and I didn't know that, because I, I, like I said, I hardly ever yeah. get a chance to just, like, scroll through or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and so I, I'm interested in, like, like, okay, um, uh, Sword of Michael, I'm pretty sure, you know, I've never got oh, to see he's, Sword of Michael's show. he's awesome. Yeah, I've never got to see his show. He's two so rivers. artistically gifted, that, two, that guy. Two, two Rivers has some great shows, and I only gotten to see probably four of them like i like i never yeah like, i've seen a few of his too he's got some really good stuff good research yeah, um, there, yeah that's so. the problem is there's too many good shows and yeah. you don't have the time to watch them all that's the problem you yeah. know bill show uh, that's why i hop around so much because i don't like to miss stuff so like yeah. i'll hop and say hey to this person then hop somewhere else and say hey to that person <laughs> and all of that How, so then i feel like got, i'm participating more it's gotten harder though. I mean, now that there's what six hundred channels, I think, or five hundred or something like yeah. that on Foxhole. Like that's it's starting mm. to grow. It's you know, and we knew this was going to happen. Everybody... And there's some seriously talented streamers out there. Like like there quite frankly, he's he's mm-hmm. awesome. Oh yeah, uh, they just yeah, they just have a gift for it. You know, of course, Red Pill, mm-hmm. um, Brad and Amy over in Alaska, they're awesome too. Like they're just and um, Craig Mason. I don't know, huh? Craig was good, but he's not on as much. Craig Mason. I was making fun of him on Better Lately Show the other day because because <laughs> he kept going. There was one time he was calling me Joyful Jane, right? So I gave him a gold pill, and I on the message that I left with the gold pill, like I gave him a cookie or something. I can't remember, and I said, "My name's Joyful June, not Joyful Jane." It's and only one vowel. Read it. He did not read it. He didn't read it. <laughs> That's good. I was like, "Oh man." That's funny. So then I thought, well, he's doing that on purpose. He's just Good to hear, to Bill. Bill said he's uh, much better than I was. Hopefully, he's not towards just... a complete healing. <laughs> Good. You're right. There's not enough hours in the day, Plant Patriot. No. Yeah, the only reason why I'm still up right now, hanging out with y'all, is because I don't have to work tomorrow. <laughs> if I had to work tomorrow, I would not be staying up this late. You know. But I got to get the joy when I can. You know. Is it one day huh? or two days for your vacation? Well, we're off to we're off tomorrow, but Tuesday when we go back, we have all these training courses, and the oh. kids aren't there. But we're we're at work doing stuff. The kids just aren't there until Wednesday. Is it officially like winter? They break call it a professional call? development day, but uh, it's really uh, they're making they're having us. They've they've changed so many platforms. Now they're moving us from Microsoft Teams to Microsoft Canva. No, that's not Microsoft something called canva Mm -hmm. so like we we got used to using teams during the covid year you know because we had to do like a lot of a lot of schools went to zoom we didn't we used teams which is very similar um now they're moving us to canva and i'm thinking to myself everything about my job has changed this year (laughs) The, the the state standards changed in mathematics so the content i'm teaching is different it's in a different order. They're micromanaging managing us so much. It's ridiculous. Like 
there's there's very little creativity you're able to do, you know, yeah. which kind of that's why I love having the stream because at least I can get some creativity out. Like I wish sometimes I had been an art teacher <laughs> because then I could <laughs> then you'd use be able more. to yeah. Yeah. Uh that's what my niece is wanting to study. She's a senior in high school right now and she's already been accepted into a college here in Georgia and she wants to do their uh, art education program and everything. Um oh, thanks Two Rivers for the sticker. Yes, I'm in the house. Thank goodness, too, because it's cold outside. It was 30, it was below 33 degrees today. So we don't get too many cold days like that. And it was pretty cold today. No, I'm not Th complaining. It's killing the bugs. That's like balmy here. No, actually, we've had a, it's been very nice. We did have one week where it was terrible. It was like, like nine degrees, eight degrees. It was below zero a couple of days. Yeah. But, but for the most part, we've been in like, like the other day it was 61. Like that is unheard yeah. of. Like, it was beautiful out. It's climate Holy. change, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'll take it. I will take like you know, the climate definitely. <laughs> do you remember changes. when we were kids Just and they were the telling they us say. the world? Yeah. Do you remember when we yes. were kids and they were oh, telling I... us the world was going to freeze? Acid. Well, first it was okay. So the first oh, the acid re... rain. That's right. Yeah. yeah. The first one I remember is like the yes, it was the um, what they say the not what is the big freeze called? What do they call that? The um, uh, oh um, ice age. Ice Age, the, yes. The okay, next so, Ice Age, yeah. Okay, so first it was the Ice Age. I remember watching that on, remember the show In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy? Yes, I loved that show. Actually, I could. I should try to find that clip while we're talking. That show um, was great. But anyway, so it was the Ice Age first. I remember when I was like, probably in like, gosh, fourth grade, they were talking about the Ice Age, right? My mom was yeah. always like, oh, it's going to get so cold and all this stuff. Yeah. Then, then it was like in 80, 81, 82, it was acid rain. That was the big talk. Like, oh my gosh, the acid rain is everywhere. Then as we moved into the mid 80s, it became the ozone layer. Oh, the ozone layer. Yes. It's got this gigantic yes. hole and no barbecuing on certain days. Yeah, and, and stop no... using hairspray. <laughs> hairspray. You're going to kill the planet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And then, then it went from, then it was global warming, I think was the next one. Then it was, oh crap, it's not warming like we thought it was. And they kept, you know, they kept changing the temperatures. They were playing with the temperatures, manipulating stuff. Then it, then it became, now it's just climate change, right? That's where we're at. Am I correct? I yeah, think. but the thing is, is like climate and weather are two different things. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? It like, is. And I used to teach that, like in in Georgia, sixth grade science is um, you you have a whole unit on weather and um, hydrology, like the study of water and things like that. Right. And I remember teaching a lot of that stuff, and then I go back and I'm like, man, what was I teaching these kids? Like at least eight times. In the oh, past oh, sorry. sorry. Oh, do you have sorry. another funny video? I, no, no, this is the Leonard Nimoy Ice Age thing from. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is. Yeah, because. Cool kids don't know that we experienced all of that stuff and um i think they'd have a different perspective if they knew probably that we experienced oh, yeah. some of that um i wonder how many parents actually talk to their kids about stuff like that you know probably not many but also there was the whole scare of you know nuclear war and duck and cover and all that you know i remember having nightmares when i was a kid about nuclear bombs going off like waking me up at night you know nightmares well another one you can add is i mean now that you know where i work with megan walsh doing the adam walsh stuff yeah adam walsh was another one that's when stranger danger started i totally like, remember that yeah. yep 
Yeah. Never accept a ride from a stranger. Never take candy mm-hmm. from strangers. All that stuff. And Adam Walsh was huge. That story oh. was huge. Yeah. Um, that's why it's amazing that you connected with her, and that you're finding out all of these hidden you, truths June, behind all of that. It is the weirdest. I can't even describe how weird it is because <laughs> this is God totally. I used to so in '88 when America's Most Wanted first started coming on TV. Me and my mm-hmm. friends, we called it the Fox lineup. So you had Married with Children, you had 21 yeah. Jump Street, you had all those shows, right? Yeah. And America's Most Wanted was what led it all off. That was at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And so me and my friends, there was about 12 of us, we'd grab a case of beer, a couple cases probably, and we would sit in my buddy's house, and all we would do is watch the lineup. And America's yeah. Most Wanted was one of our favorite shows. And so we were always like, yeah, this is awesome. Get the bag, you know, whatever, scumbags or whatever they're calling them, dirt bags. And so every week, that's what we did. And then now fast forward 30 something years, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I meet this guy on Twitter, Mike, the Hollywood reporter, and he had a big account and we used to go back and forth and laugh and crack jokes or whatever. And he's and after like four years, he's like, dude, can I just reach out and call you? I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. So he calls me and this is when life changed. Okay. <laughs> like this was not on my radar screen. He says, we just start talking. We're talking for like three hours on the phone. And, and uh, he says, hey, he says, do you know who Megan Walsh is? And I'm like, no. He's like, uh, you know John Walsh, right, from America's Most Wanted? I said, yeah, of course I do. I said, he's a good guy. He's like, eh, not so much. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm like, really? so he knew before you did. Oh, yeah. he, did, yeah. And so he's like, I'm going to call you tomorrow, and I want you to talk to Megan because I know you're doing a he, I That's when I first started podcasting. And I'm like, Mike. I said, you're in, you were a Hollywood guy. Like you had all these big shows. Like I'm a little pocket. I literally have like five people watching a show. Like, are you joking? And he's like, he's like, no, man, I know. I know you, you've got something. And I'm like, oh, whatever, bro. Okay. So the next day she calls and we talk for like three hours and she's telling me her story and I'm blown away. And I knew she was not lying. I could tell like she, yeah. this was like real. And at that time it wasn't as much as we know now. And so, um, we just became friends. And then, you know, I, I said, well, we need to like get your story out. She's like, yeah, no one wants to touch it with a 10 foot pole. She goes, I've been on all these podcasts. She goes, but mainstream media won't cover it. My dad yeah. doesn't talk about it. And I was blown away. It. I was so blown away that I was talking with John Walsh's daughter because I'm like, I liked John Walsh. Like he was like, I always thought he was yeah. this good guy. Right. And, and then well, all we were sudden, all told he was yeah. good. Like we, yeah, were, we all were all duped. Yeah. And, and that so, did that story did put fear into us as children absolutely it really did and then when you go to the local walmart you're seeing all these kids on the wall who've been mm-hmm. taken that's right you know and and it's like it just made it worse you know <clears throat> and yeah, isn't that how they point. brainwash you though is they make you fear something and then they put something they, out there that they want you they, to believe they create a crisis so that mm-hmm. they can manage the crisis so that in fear to put us in fear, yes. you know, like, like we were talking, I don't know if it was our, we were talking about like the school pictures, for instance, right? Like that's, yeah, you, that's scary. That Cause I have so, to do that every year. You seem so innocent. It seems so innocent. And then you find out, holy crap, they're trafficking children through school pictures. Right. And then you, mm-hmm. then you find out the, the fingerprinting thing. Oh, that's a great idea. What? That's a horrible idea. They're fingerprinting kids that it, in America, there was a point. I think when, when Adam went missing, I, we had the stat up two shows ago, I think it was. I think it was less than, was it less than 30 kids a year were going missing in the entire United States? 
And now, of course, that's horrible. We don't want 30 kids to go missing. But is that really an epidemic? Or is it one parent taking a kid because maybe there was a custody battle or something, right? It's yeah, not yeah. what they're telling you it is, like some guy in a van pulling up and grabbing your kid. Or and ever since I found that out, every time I hear an Amber Alert go off on my phone, I'm thinking mm-hmm. to myself, please let these parents get away. Please let these parents get away. Because <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm thinking it. it's the opposite of what other people are thinking now. Yep. Um, yep. And yes, Bill Donahue, I remember that. I remember the stop, drop, and roll mm. if your body catches fire. <laughs> I, do you remember that? I do remember that, yes. And I remember, here's another one I remember here in Georgia when I was in elementary school, um, we were made to watch these videos of kids getting run over by buses. Like to, oh. to keep us in fear of just oh getting gosh, on or horrible. off the bus. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like it, it was a safety thing. Okay. You got to be careful when you're getting on and off the bus. Here's what happens to kids when they don't, this kid gets run over. By bus. You know, <laughs> oh my it was, so... it was creepy. It, it's it's very creepy um and it's like they're scaring you to be safe mm-hmm. you know and that's which, what they still do today they still which, do it today because we have now lockdown drills we have lockdown drills we have yeah, fire drills right. we have tornado drills we have all those things and the kids just like we were with the duck and cover stuff we knew that wasn't going to save us from a nuclear war you know <laughs> um the kids know that our procedures aren't really going to save them if somebody comes in and shoots Mm -hmm. them you know but you got to do what you can do you know you got to do what you can to try to protect the kids um let's just hope that never happens it is it's all about fear it's fear mongering fear porn whatever you want to call it it's that just it's a method of control it's always been that way oops i started the video how'd that happen um all right, well, let's, okay, before I go any further, let's go to Leonard Nimoy. This was 1979 on In Search Of, which I used to love that show. It was, because they had paranormal stuff. I did too, because they had the weird stuff on there, yeah. Yeah, yeah all the weird I stuff. I could still yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Okay, so, oops, wrong one. Capture, let me get the sound back up. Oops. Look how young he was. I know, he's like a spring chicken. Okay. Sorry. Advanced and retreated. At least eight times in the past million years, it has advanced and retreated with clockwork regularity. If we are unprepared for the next advance, the result could be hunger and death on a scale unprecedented in all of history. What scientists are telling us now... That's not scary at all. ...the threat of an ice age is not as remote as they once thought. During the lifetime of our grandchildren, Arctic cold and perpetual snow could turn most of the inhabitable portions of our planet into a polar desert. In 1977, the worst winter in a century struck the United States. A polar desert. Arctic cold gripped the Midwest for weeks on end. Great blizzards paralyzed cities of the Northeast. One desperate night in Buffalo, eight people froze to death in marooned cars. Pat Bushnell was on the road that night. Traffic just absolutely stopped. I was afraid of being stuck in the car all night long with the uh, cold and the wind running out of gas. And then what? I think that if we had to go through a real bad winter, just like we just went through, I think we'd have to think about moving someplace else. 
move where? The brutal buffalo winter might become common all over the United States. Climate experts believe the next ice age is on its way. According to recent evidence, it could come sooner than anyone had expected. The climate experts were wrong. At weather stations in the far north, temperatures have been dropping for 30 years. Sea coasts long free of summer ice are now blocked year round. According to some climatologists, within a lifetime, we might be living in the next ice age. Of the nine planets in our solar system, only Earth has conditions favorable to human life. I think you're muted. Gosh. You got to do seven of them, so it's lucky. <laughs> That's right. Got to do it one more uh, time. I said it was terrifying. I, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> and when Leonard Nimoy says it, it sounds so dramatic, oh. too. <laughs> and what about that howling wind in the background? That was, yeah. Man, I don't, it's so stupid. Yeah, Two Rivers probably was CIA, Hollywood crap. CAA. So stupid. I, I can't believe we all fell for this stuff, though, like back in the day. We were kids. We didn't know any better. But my know? parents did, too. Like my mom. Yeah. Was all, she's like. Goes, oh, I wonder how many things we're falling for right now. <laughs> yeah, true. That's a good point. Yeah. How many are we? I mean, I still trust the food pyramid, don't you? Mm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know. The, what's weird is I went on a keto diet and lost a ton of weight. And I'm like, all I ate was like fat and meat and, yep. like, and vegetables. And like, I felt like I ate all the time, but I was just yep. losing weight. Like <laughs> Bill, Bill, that's a good point. <laughs> he said, I forgot about that. He said that is so dated that we only have eight planets. Oh now. yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Oh yeah, when they downsized Pluto to the dwarf or whatever, and everybody raised like, <laughs> what does it matter? Like, it's not like we have the ability to go out there right now. Um, no. You know, so yeah, that that's another thing that gets me about. Because, you know, I was a major in science and I used to teach science, but I never thought of science as a religion. You know what I mean? I thought of it as a just a tool to find out what's going on on the planet. You know, what's going on in your body? What's going on naturally? You know, and I've noticed a lot of things about like in my in my quest to learn science, I was learning all kinds of stuff that was true in the Bible. Science is this, the things that science discovers is stuff that they say in the Bible that um, that is proven. Like one of the most fascinating people I've ever seen was a Genesis study by Mark Schroeder, who is an MIT physicist. He's also Jewish. And um, he he did a whole study on how Genesis, the book of Genesis, was related to um science and quantum physics and it blew my mind if, if you've never seen any of his lectures um you should check it out because it's like it's almost like what they're discovering under the the name of science is basically the stuff the bible's been talking about this whole time but nobody understood it 
But then when you, and that's what Einstein even said. He said, he has this like famous quote where he says, religion without science is lame. Science without religion is blind or something like that. Science without God is blind. God without something like that. Anyway, and he, he believed in God. And he, I think he understood that a lot of his knowledge came from God. Um, so that's what fascinates me too. And, and so in the process of me learning science, I actually got closer to my faith, which was weird because a lot of scientists aren't that way. They just come up with their own theories and they want to prove them right, no matter what. And even if it's not the truth, they want to just stick to it because they're, ego is in the way that's why i have that sticker of <laughs> of that scientist <laughs> hang on let me find it i'll put it in the chat i'm, I'm trying to find you know what uh, i'm talking a, about that sticker. yeah i do and i'm trying to find a <laughs> quote too that's i love this quote now i'm not gonna probably be able to find it I know we come up with all these things that we hear and say, see, the older I get, and don't forget, I've got a cold, I've got COVID brain. That's my excuse <laughs> for anything that I don't, that I don't remember. I'm, I'm trying to find oh, it now. I want to find, yeah, we're both trying to find something. I'm good. trying to remember his name too. All right. So while you're looking right for that and I'm looking for this, I'm going to play this video because this, this is a good segue. Actually, this is about how creation points to a creator, obviously. And I, there's so many things that are amazing about creation and I, whether it's the human it's body, obvious the universe, to you, but it's not obvious to a lot of people. It is. Well, I think it's <laughs> the, the Bible talks about, they suppress the truth and unrighteousness. So it's for me, I think it is obvious, but you have to literally keep pushing that down and then become numb to it so that your conscience doesn't, you know, it's seared to see. Yeah. Conscience, I guess, but I mean, it's obvious to me, but yeah, yeah I see what you're saying. But this is kind of a cool thing. The Earth is 25,000 miles in circumference. It weighs six septillion, 588 sextillion tons, yet hangs suspended in space. It spins on its axis at 1,000 miles an hour. It careens through space around the sun at 67,000 miles per hour. Consider lightning. A bolt of lightning travels an average distance of eight miles. A single bolt contains 15 million volts that voltage could power one million light bulbs for life that's a single lightning bolt consider the human heart it's roughly the size of your fist it weighs about a half a pound yet it does enough work in 12 hours to lift to the equivalent of 65 tons off the ground if you were to place a coin just the size of a quarter on the palm of your hand the area that that quarter covers on the palm of your hand covers one yard of blood vessels, four yards of nerves, 25 nerve ends, 100 sweat glands, 3 million cells. And I could go on and on. In other words, when you look at a watch, it screams watchmaker. When you look at a house, it screams carpenter. When you look at an automobile, it screams manufacturer. And when you look at creation, it screams creator. His handiwork is evident. It's not this result of random successive gradual modification, but it's the handiwork of God. Jeremiah the prophet said in Jeremiah 32, verse 17, Ah, Lord God, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and your outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. 
Yep. I love that. Okay, so here's a quote. I found it. This is um, this was um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Robert Jastrow. He was a um, I believe he was. I forgot. Was he a? Wait, that was in my reasons for believing book. There was a quote. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. He's a, he was a scientist. I forgot what kind of scientist. Astrophysicist, maybe. But he says, uh, for the scientist who has lived by his faith in the power of reason, the story ends like a bad dream. He has scaled the mountains of ignorance. He is about to conquer the highest peak as he pulls himself over the final rock. He is greeted by a band of theologians who have been sitting there for centuries. I mm-hmm. love that quote. That inspires me too, because that's exactly true. Like the more science I learned and then related it to the Bible, the more I was like, dude, why doesn't everybody see this? (laughs) You know? When you think of the human. Oh, I thought we had number seven for a uh, second. No, (laughs) I I checked. I double checked. I was like, it would have been close. Gosh, that would be so humiliating. Um, no, but when you look at just the human body, like, yes. I, like I, it is mind boggling, the eyeball, like how mm-hmm. many sensors, photo sensors there are in the eyeball. Like it's insanity. Like to think that, you know, like we went from the goo, what is it from uh, the goo to you to the zoo? No, from the goo to the zoo to you. <laughs> That's what they yeah. say. Like, an and evolution. I think that there is something way more special and different about humans than animals too. Like, and I love animals. Don't get me wrong. Um, but there is something far more superior about humans than animals. And when people equate humans with animals, I think, well, if we're that equal, then why aren't they taking care of us? And in a way they kind of do when they develop relationships with us, you know, but, um, but we are just definitely way more intelligent, you know, I feel at least. So I kind of sometimes the animals smarter than a person. (laughs) I've met some people. Yeah, (laughs) but I I know what you're saying. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, because I feel like, you know, God, I feel like that's a that's the thing that's in the Bible where we have to kind of take care of our animals. You know, God put them here for us to take care of. Um, Just like he the, the planet itself, you know. It's our home. We want to take care of it, you know? So, so all these people who say, you know, well, you don't believe in climate change. You don't care about the planet. Well, that they're equating two very different things, you know, because I remember the, the, I remember when I was a kid, I would get upset when people threw a piece of trash on the ground, you know, instead of throwing it away. But now that I'm older, I'm like, well, all of that trash that we use goes into a landfill. Are we really taking care of the planet if we're just moving the trash around? You know, <laughs> like, what are what we really it... doing with all this trash? <laughs> well, what does it even mean to take care of the planet? Like, I mean, we're all supposed to be stewards. I get it. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not going to just throw garbage out the window or whatever. And, you know, yeah. like an anchor man when he throws out the <laughs> he throws out the taco or whatever burrito. There's a the natural thing about the planet, too, that cleans itself in a way. Yeah, and it's, but it's you know? the thing, like, I, I've seen scientific presentations of how, like, okay, for instance, CO2 emissions, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, there's simple um, equations that can bring down the, you know, the entire um, area of the earth into, like, a balloon. And they can show, like, how it literally does nothing. It, you could, a century of no carbon dioxide from vehicles or whatever 
puts a dent in our atmosphere. Like it's it's stupid. It, it makes mm -hmm. no sense. It never has. And CO2 is necessary for us as human beings and for plants. Mm -hmm. Like we exhale, they use it to to grow. Yeah. Like it, so what are they trying to do? Kill kill plants so we can't eat? They want to tax us on our carbon. Yeah. They want to tax us on life because we're carbon-based life forms. I swear, June, I swear, the mass. I always said it's because we're mouth breathers. They they put the mask on so that we wouldn't emit as much CO2. Like, it's just so. <laughs> hey, let's, let's, re let's rebel by blowing. Yes. Take that, you cabal. <laughs> Whatever. Elites. I have some of my, I you know, elites. Have some of my germs while you're at it. Um, it. It's interesting. Like, the more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. And I think that's what keeps me humble is like, I I know I don't know everything, but I know enough to like be good to other people and be good to animals and try not to make a mess around me, you know? And I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Like a lot of people don't want dirty lakes and um, poisoned water, you know, and that kind of thing. Um, and I feel like some mathematician needs to spend the time because I got into a family member and, my, and I had a discussion about um, climate change and, and, and that kind of thing. And like, for instance, I was talking about going and getting my, my tag, you know, how you have to go pay for your tag and everything. Mm -hmm. And you have to go get an emissions test. That's how they do it here in Georgia. Like, unless your car is three years, if your car is old, older than three years, you have to go get an emissions test, right? Wait, you still have to do the emissions test? Oh, yeah. My whole life I've had to do that. Oh, my gosh. Ours stopped yeah. about 15, 20 years ago. No, we still have to do it. So, really? and and when I when I go and do that every year, and it, I did it on my birthday, by the way, <laughs> on the way home from work. <laughs> um, Happy birthday to me! Yeah, <laughs> to pay twenty five bucks for that thing. But anyway, um, I was talking to my family member, and I was like, uh, "It's a shame that we keep having to pay for this, you know." And and they're under the impression that that money is actually go. Because I, I made the comment that the government's just, it's just another way for them to get my, more money out of us. You know, there's the death tax that used to drive me crazy when I worked at the bank. I'm like, okay, you already income tax these people. You've already sales tax these people. And now you want to take everything they have after they die. So their loved ones can't get it. Like, it makes no sense to me that people agree to this stuff. But in their minds, they think that it has to happen. Well, they have to, they, it's, it's, everybody's contributing so that we can have clean air. Everybody's contributing so that we can have uh, better vehicles that don't pollute the air. Well, some mathematician needs to get together and put the numbers out there. Okay. Here's how much money that's going into the system. And here's how much benefit we're getting out. And they need to do that with everything the government's doing like here's how much money the government's getting from us and here's what's happening with it that we're seeing and see the difference see how much we're being robbed see how much our hard work blood sweat and tears are being turned into profits 
for warmongers and big pharma and whatever you know psychopaths what you know the wealthy people that still want more there's no you oversight know? in anything there's no oversight in any government agency that's the problem they say there is there no one's ever really doing anything because they're all paid off and that's the same thing what we see in the you know the child trafficking stuff that we talk about all the time it's all taxpayer funded there's no oversight mm -hmm. so they just spend 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 and you know, build more money and feed, you know, somebody this and promise them that. And it's all done behind closed doors in the dark. And this is what I, this is one of those things that I, I'm really shocked to be honest that America, uh, well, American citizens haven't just said, screw you, Boston Tea Party 2.0. Like, like, I can't believe that hasn't happened because we all know it all of us know we're getting screwed that's exactly the point i made to gina it's, it's funny you said that about the boston harbor thing because when i was talking to my family member that's what i said i said there was a time in our history when we got so upset over a stamp tax that we rebelled <laughs> and now we're willing to pay tons of money to fight wars in other countries that we have nothing to do with you know like just all kinds of stuff like that and, that our and we're going. funding yeah, we're funding wars, what, for their piggy banks? Like, that's all it is. It's slush funds. That they, It's all this stuff with, like, oh, gosh, Ukraine drives me crazy. Like, that. that's the one that just <laughs> irritates me to know. And end. they just passed they just, another bill, didn't they, recently? I know. I know. It's ridiculous. And, Absolutely ridiculous. And how and, and in the world? I think the, the reason world? why people aren't stepping up about it is because when we do, we're knocked down. And not well, enough people have you done it. point. You know, they put fear in us because like the J6 stuff, right? Yeah. That, that, that keeps people at bay. Like, oh, they might mm -hmm. throw me, throw away the key and, you know, I'll rot in some, you know, DC prison or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, that is definitely fear again. We just talked about that fear, more yeah. fear. But who they, if you really think about it, who's outnumbered? There aren't many of them. There's a whole bunch of us. Mm -hmm. Now, I would never advocate for violence ever. We need never. everybody to be on board. There's still too many sleepy Civil people. Civil disobedience is definitely, yeah. I think, required. Martin Luther King. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is Black History Month. And I'll be honest with you. I was so angry at my students this year, this week, because we had like a little um, trivia, like a Black History Month trivia thing um, going on. And the principal gets on the, and he asks like a civil rights question or whatever and uh, whoever wins it gets some kind of prize whoever answers it first or whatever gets some kind of prize well he asked the question about martin luther king and i was like don't y'all know who this is <laughs> somebody needs to answer this go online and answer it real quick you might win the prize you know i'm trying to get them to participate right and they're completely talking over him not paying any attention i'm like dude martin luther king duh we live here <laughs> we grew up in atlanta and they just don't they're they're not connected to it like we were you know they know about black history month they're all about being proud blacks but when you start talking about the actual history they shut down they don't want to hear it right. i'm like hello <laughs> um that's and kind of the he attitude bring? he was yeah. a pastor a christian pastor who preached nonviolence, who preached and when you go to the Civil Rights Museum here in Atlanta, which I did last year, they have a um, an exhibit there that is very powerful. And it's basically a bar, like, you know, the luncheons, the sit-ins that they used to do. Have I told you this, Gino? 
No. Before? Okay. The sit-ins that they used to do um, to non-violently protest what was happening is some of the, you know, even though they were fighting segregation, right? So they were, they were trying to be able to eat at a local restaurant in Atlanta, even if they're black, right? And of course, the white people at the time, because they didn't want that, you know, they were used to segregation. They didn't want that, right? So when they go in there, they were refused to be served by the people that worked there and all that stuff. Well, they were consistent about it. They went in nonviolently every day. They sat there, they waited, they ordered a hamburger or whatever. And even if they didn't get served, they sat there and they tried it every single day. So this exhibit is a lunch counter and you're sitting there and the, you don't know this, but the seats are wired with electricity and you're sitting there and you're hearing, and they make you put these headphones on and they make you close your eyes and, and they make you, they have you sign this thing saying, you know, or they, they give you a disclaimer, like your disclaimer. And they say, this is very powerful. Do not let your students do this unless you know they can handle it. Right. So they, they made the teachers do it first. And then they made us warn the students what they were about to get into. That's mm -hmm. how powerful this was. Right. So uh, teachers were sitting there, you know, we're, we, we have our hands on these things on the counter and they're electrified as well. Cause they have like a handprint where you put your hands. And when you're sitting there at that lunch counter with your eyes closed, you're hearing voices right up in your ear calling you names. You're hearing people saying, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to hit you. I'm going to, and you, you hear people spitting on you and calling you. And it's the most hateful, horrible stuff. And then you hear somebody like right behind you um, go, I'm going to kill you right now. And they bang on, and then they do like the electricity through your chair. So you're feeling Holy it crap. like, it was so shocking and this is what these people went through and it that exhibit was so powerful because it it explained to you what they did like they did not lift a finger to hurt anybody they just went in there and tried to eat lunch every day and eventually what happened those people who owned that that restaurant started serving them food and eventually they got what they needed they got what they wanted but they had to be consistent they had to be nonviolent. And did they suffer violence? Oh, yes. From the people that didn't want them there. You yeah. know? Right. And that's what they went through to get those rights for themselves and to, to back down that segregation and everything. And, and some people in this world want to take us back there. They want to segregate us more. They want to divide us into groups instead of realizing we're all humans. And we're all in this together and we should all be loving each other. You know, um, and that's what bugs me the most. It's like these people sacrifice so much of their time, effort, mental state. I mean, imagine how impactful that was for they had to go through training. They trained to go in there and do the stuff at the lunch counters, you know, just to be able to sit there while people were calling them all these names and threatening to kill them and not budge, you know. Um, so I. I'm sorry, I'm off on a tangent. But, no, that's. Yeah, but when kids ignore that, like when kids don't know those stories, mm -hmm. and and they just hear Martin Luther King, they go, "Oh, we have a day off from school," and they don't think about why, you know, why we have that. Um, and you know, was he God? No, but did he? Did he? He obviously had a faith in God. 
Mm. And they obviously killed him. I think our government killed him. That's yeah, funny. I think it's, it's, it's all conspiracy CIA. right there. I mean, I, you know? No, it's, I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think that's well known. You know, and, and look, the thing is, Martin Luther King was not a perfect man. Yeah, he had some infidelity yeah. issues and some other, but but you know, he did stand up, and that's the thing. Like, I think mm-hmm. we all have to understand. Like, there is a time when we have to stand. Like, you can't if stand lest you fall. Like, it's mm-hmm. we're like at the brink of like literally the whole thing falling apart. <clears throat> excuse me thank you that god's not gonna allow that to happen but like i mean it's like i don't think most people understand like how close it is like to that happening because they they've just been brought up it. in a country where they were spoiled like it's just ah, we do what we want when we want you know for the most part we have money to, to go spend at the mall and have some fun but like, i mean maybe it's maybe I, I wish i wish we were overreacting <laughs> me too you know Mm-hmm. I wish that none of this was true and that we were overreacting and conspiracy theorists and all these things they say, because then, then I could say, well, all this stuff isn't happening and I don't have to be so concerned about it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. But you know, oh. what? at the end of the day, I think, you know, going to the like race and stuff like that and prejudice, prejudice and all mm-hmm. this, it's again, it's one of those things to divide us so that, yeah. We hate each other and don't hate the ones that are actually creating the heat and, or hate in the first place. Mm-hmm. Division the is real a, monsters. The fear and division. That's how you keep control. Like there's just, it's, it's yeah. been proven all through history. That's what every tyrannical government does. And that's exactly what they've done. They've, they've created divisions so that we won't be united, united, the mm-hmm. United States of America. That was a reason we were called the United States. We were, we were united. Yeah. We were one people. We all understood that even though we look different and talk different, maybe, and whatever we, we understood we're a it nation, we're me. one nation united under God and they hate that. Yeah. They and I say that every it. day in my classroom, every day under God with my hand over my heart in front under that flag, like every day, that is something they have not taken away from my school. And I'm so happy because they need to hear that. And, and, I've taught students that would refuse to stand and say that. Um, but most of the students nowadays actually do. They, they stand and say it. And so that makes, that That's gives good. me comfort. It also gives me comfort to know that every, in every state in this nation, there are people who are awake and they know what's going on in every single state. It just comforts me to know that. Yeah, it is comforting. You know? So the kids that, the kids that don't stand, let's say it's like, what is it, like four or five in each class, maybe? Um, mm, it depends on the year and the group of students I had and what school I was at. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I've had it where like half the students wouldn't stand up. But it's not, when they don't stand up, it's not always because they're, they're trying to be disrespectful or defiant. Sometimes they don't stand up because they're just lazy and they don't want to get up from playing their video game on their device or whatever. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's just simple like that. Um, but there have been times when, you know, I've, I've actively looked around the room while we're t- saying the pledge in the morning and I see kids that are just sitting there like, mm-hmm, I'm not doing this, you know, that kind of thing. You kind of can tell when they are being defiant about it. And when they're just being lazy and not wanting to get up because they're too sleepy or whatever. <laughs> well, I was just wondering if it, maybe it was like, you know, um, like Muslim kids, maybe they wouldn't pledge allegiance to the flag. Or... No, some of them do it too. Yeah. Good. But see, they, 
they they think of God as Allah. So when they say it, they probably think of that, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. I mean, it. I can't change their what what their parents are giving to them. You know what I mean? Like that's that's one thing I have to not do at school because I could lose my job, and that's influence kids with my religion because mm-hmm. that's a no no. Um, but we are supposed to tolerate people's religious beliefs. So like if people need a day off for a Jewish holiday, we're supposed to tolerate that. If people are fasting for Ramadan, we're tolerating that, you know? Um, if I want to celebrate Easter, um, and give the kids some Easter candy, (laughs) (laughs) I can do that, but I don't have to like, like I could get in trouble if I start. Yeah. Well, what I do is if a kid asks me what my faith is, I tell them I don't lie. Um, and then I just try to be a good example for them. Um, try to treat others kindly, uh, try to instill, you know, those good morals in them. Um, and a lot of times parents do that. A lot of times parents are really good about instilling those good things into kids, you know? Um, sadly though, there's a large population that aren't and, and you do see it in the inner cities a lot. Um, and I feel like the cities are going to fall before mm-hmm. the rural areas will probably, um, if we fall, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in a city, that's for sure, if that's if everything goes yeah. down. Yeah, no thanks. That's yeah. interesting, I because I, I know my kids, you know, when they were in high school, they said, I said, I asked them, I said, how many kids are standing up for the Pledge of Allegiance? And they said, they said, most kids stand up. I said, well, which ones don't? They said, Eh, it's usually, you know, like some of the, like it was mostly the Muslim kids that weren't or um, uh, we have an Indian community here. So a lot of the Indian kids yeah. would stand up, things like that. But what, you know, if you're, this is the thing, the Pledge of Allegiance isn't a religious thing. It's, it's a, you know, you're saying I pledge allegiance to the, to the flag, to the It's to this American country. history. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. part of this. I'm a citizen here. And look for as a Christian, is my nation ever ahead of God? Of course not. But I definitely respect what this country has done for me and that God has placed me in this country and I'm thankful for everything I have because of this country. And so you like, there should be gratitude in that. Under and God not, is important. It's very important. And, it, and it's that means a shame we have that, humbled ourselves. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't know. I never really got that. Like, I think I'm trying to think back, like in high school, I don't know if we had the pledge allegiance every day. Oh, really? I, I honestly don't remember that. I don't think we did. We always did at my school. Maybe it's a Georgia thing. <laughs> no, I know like in like my kids high school, they did. But where uh-huh. I went, I do not recall us. I remember in junior high for sure and in elementary, but I do not think we had it in high school for some reason. And if we did, I just um, don't remember. In high school, like I know at our school, they do it like first thing in the morning. So like if you were that kid that showed up late, for high school, <laughs> you may have missed it. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably you, me then. You know, like once you got your your driver's license, sometimes you weren't always uh, in, oh, at school yeah. on time. Yeah. <laughs> that may be why you don't remember it. I don't know. <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad they it. didn't take the under God part out. I really am. Yeah. All right, Gino. Yeah. It's been a, a hoot. I love being on the blender. That was fun. We should fun. do it again. Well, we will and there's still people watching with us right now. I know. It's crazy. I don't know why you guys are And up. I'm sure they said some <laughs> brilliant things in the chat that I missed. I wish I could. I wish I could back it up. Like, 
and see and comment on all of these things. Well, actually, on Foxhole, you can, right? You just go back. And well, I mean, play. I can, but like, I want to listen to you and yeah. read theirs, and I don't want to be rude. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, we love you guys. Heart. No. <laughs> We love you. Thank you guys over here on the Foxhole as you always. You made me feel better with my cold. You you didn't sound sick at all. Like I didn't hear I think the zinc is helping. I, I, I got the yeah. zinc at the pharmacy today and I think it's Excellent. like it's these it's these zinc. I went to Walgreens. I'm sure that's horrible, but that's you know, they you had could just stuff. you could go to Zelenko Labs right here on the blender. Uh, we've got Do they have right some here. general these are chewable uh, immune tabs. health preventive strategy. So you need vitamin D, then you I need zinc, which D. is the bullet, and then to form a functioning gun, you need vitamin C and quercetin. Patients were having trouble sourcing it because it was four different ingredients that were not always available in the same place. They had trouble finding the right doses. It was a puzzle that was a little too complex for people to put together. So I was asked to produce something that has everything in one package. So with the help of my colleagues, we were able to produce a compound called Z-Stack, which basically has vitamin C, vitamin D, and most importantly, has quercetin and zinc. And all I'm allowed That's to say the is that it's an immune nutritional supplement, which it is. So I can use your promo code on that one too. Absolutely. Oh, I never did buy my my uh, sheets. I got to go back and do that. I got sidetracked trying do I to need get to play that that one too. No. <laughs> well, you just know. know they got some sheets with some flowers on it that I got my eyes on, yes. and um, I need some big pillowcases. I have to measure the pillows because my mother in law gave me these giant pillows, and they're super huge. So I don't even know if a king size like. I have to measure them because I don't want to buy it and it not fit, you know? They're pretty but, big. Um, the, the pillowcases we have were like, I think they fit almost any pillow. Like they're really big and okay. like they don't come off, which is nice, you know, and the sheets yeah. stay put. Like I do love the Giza sheets. Oh my gosh. They like, I saw those. They're really nice. I might yeah. get two sets because if I can afford it, I'm going to look at my budget because I need a set for the guest bedroom and then a set for, for my bedroom, you know? So, um, and I don't, I think about getting the Giza ones for me and the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love them. I got to tell you, like, it was so cool. Like when I knew they were going to be a sponsor, they mm -hmm. caught you talk to the rep lady. She's really nice. And, um, it was funny cause Mike Lindell was actually in the office and she's like, oh, she goes like, Mike's talking really loud. Hold on. Like he was literally like two feet from the phone while they were like setting up my account and everything. But she's like, she goes, okay, she goes, we'll put a list together of things that you and your wife um, would like, you know, my pillow products. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, is it like half off or something? Or, you know, do I get the, she's like, no, it's free. She goes, just put a list together of whatever you want. Like, it was crazy. Like, I could have put a list. She of gave you stuff items. for free? They give you stuff as soon as you become one of their, you know, clients. They send you all this free stuff. So we got slippers, we got sheets, we got towels. Wow. Oh my, yeah, it was great. And they've all been nice. good. Like the towels are really good. I love the towels. The sheets are excellent. The slippers, yeah. I wish I would have ordered one size bigger, but they were awesome. But they're too tight for me now. Yeah, that's hard so. to do online. Mm. You kind of do need to try mm. that stuff on, I guess. Yeah. Um, but when you're getting bed sheets, they're all pretty much the same. Like if you either get a full size, a queen size, exactly. or you know, a king yep. or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I have a king size bed. So. 
We'll get the big ones. <laughs> we got a queen. I wish we had a king. But yeah, it's they do. The sheets are great. You'll love them. Uh, I, I don't like, I would never sell anything I wouldn't use. Like, like you know, like I'm not that, like I don't even play the commercials anymore. I feel bad. I was I looking at their them, website but... and they have some decent prices. Like I've priced sheets at Walmart that were more expensive than the ones on Mike Lindell's website. So, and I'm sure the ones at Walmart probably aren't as good, you know? No. It's the ones I might win. So, um, so it is good deals. Like, no joke. I'm not like just talking it up to to get your promo code out there. I, I really mean that. <laughs> yeah. If anybody wants to go, it's just insight. That's all you have to do. And you can even spell it wrong, and they'll still give it to you. That's the cool thing. Oh, really? Yeah. She said I'll, well, I. She spelled I it like three different ways. There's other people that I watch that have the promo codes, but I'm like, but Gino's doing so much for humanity right now. I've got to help him um and megan like just i hope that her voice gets out there i really do because and oh and by the way tom dude that He's dude hilarious. cracks me yeah, up I love so much like he <laughs> has funny. such a gift for for mm -hmm. just being fun and joyful which is so refreshing like yeah. every time he's on your show i'm like oh man i don't want to be busy right now because i want to see what he has to say. <laughs> he's such a character man he's just yeah he he's awesome. and you should see him even off screen like it's just like i'm literally like cracking before we ever even go live like he's just i don't know he's got that natural gift of you know he's a stage guy right so he's in yeah Broadway yeah and all that stuff. but it's like he's funny he's a good guy he's like good heart and yeah it's just sad what they did to him too. Like, you know, all yes. these people have been hurt by the cabal. It's amazing what's so, happened to him. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Like, yeah. I hope that that movie comes out and I hope his story is, is out there one day. Like, and everybody sees how much they've been manipulated. Like, mm -hmm. maybe that's the key. Maybe something like a, like a blockbuster movie like that would... Um, he's he's a hundred percent sure that it's gonna get made. Like there's some things I guess going on. You know, he I don't know everything. He tells us a little bits and pieces of some stuff. Yeah. But there are some things happening, like good things. So even the platform um, we're on was based on that movie. Mm -hmm. You know, pilled cookies. The Oracle made cookies in that movie. You know, like <laughs> yeah. fleets. All that stuff was in Matrix. Like it. My but they I remember, changed. I have it. movie posters from when like. They, I used to be a projectionist for AMC. Like I was their chief of staff oh. at one point when I was younger. Like I worked in the movie theaters and, um, and then my husband worked there. When we first got married for a long time and we have a, a huge poster collection. I've got all these matrix posters and stuff. And now I look at them and I'm like, everybody was fooled by that movie. Mm. Like, um, and they, they, they just like twisted things. The red pill is actually supposed to be the blue pill. Like it's bad. Yeah. And all the, the craziness. I don't know if you saw like the first couple shows we did with him when he was going through the symbols and how they used his birth date, his kids' birth dates. They used yeah. things in his life, his high school. It's all in there. Like they hide it in there just to like mock him. It's that just is, really like bizarre. He's a targeted individual, if you think about yes. it. Yes, you know? for sure. Yep. It is but, going to be biblical, Rick Rolled. Absolutely. Yeah, good to see you, Rick Roll. Didn't get to say it's hi. It's one eleven here, but I'll do an eleven yeah. eleven prayer with you. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Joyful June. Thank you, Always Dino. A it was pleasure, fun. My friend. It was Both so of fun. us are Thank sleepy so now. Much. I am tired. <laughs> Very tired. Well, don't but, work too hard. Thanks for I was hanging out. 
I was up with Megan until four last night doing our show. So it's two nights. What are you doing being up this late with me? You should go to bed. Get some Ah, sleep. That's fine. I'll give it up. (laughs) Uh, All right. Everybody have a blessed night. Hopefully, uh, I think tomorrow me and AC, my pastor, we're going to be doing our um, League of Brothers. So that should be at 730. Hopefully we'll see you then right here on Insight Channel. If you guys on your way out over on Rumble can click on that thumbs up, I would definitely appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Have a great night. Be blessed. Take care. And I, got, I, I didn't get my outro set up, so there we go. <laughs> You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.